Hello, I'm Jeremy Eden. I'm Dan Eden. I'm Mike Clapoff. And this is 90 Under 90. 90 movies. Under 90 minutes. Today on our show, clocking in at 81 minutes, we're talking about 1990's Problem Child, directed by Dennis Dugan. That's yeah, a bad kid who we're talking about here. We're talking he's, about one bad child. He's, not he's, not, he's barely. He's more a problem than his child. Yeah, he's moving yeah. out now, but here's the... Here's <laughs> what the <laughs> more problem, less child. It might have been. I didn't um, do my research on this one. I don't know if you he's, want He's fine up there. Okay. It's my um, cat. <laughs> he's on the shelf. Thinks he's a statue. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say, though? He's a problem child. He's a problem child. This movie, okay, you know I what mean, it is? Mm-hmm. In school, we watched a little movie called The Bad Seed, and this mm-hmm. movie is a lot like an update of that. Yeah. This, isn't it's it? A bad like seed. a mainstream comedy. But this is the kind of... There's some things, and we'll get to it in this movie, that like... Just wouldn't fly today. No, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, yeah, but you know what about this movie? You're like, as uh-huh. much as that child is a problem, uh-huh. that father is a saint, and this Sunday is Father's Day, mm. at least uh, when this episode drops. Yeah. <laughs> um, and John uh, Ritter, I think it's important to acknowledge that uh, that uh, it, this is a, a great father movie too. Yeah, I watched this. I went through. A, I did a little mini movie marathon mm-hmm. when uh, my son was born. And uh, this was one of the mm-hmm. like five movies that I chose to watch about what? like being becoming a father. What yeah. were the others? Uh, I watched Big Daddy, also directed by Dennis, Dennis Dugan. Dennis Dugan, DD, Double D, baby. Um, mm-hmm. I watched Jack with uh, Robin Williams. With Robin Williams. Okay. And uh, I watched Coppola's Best. Is that movie? Wait, that's Francis Ford Coppola. Yep. FFC, yes, it baby. Is, man. Hey, folks, forget the conversation. Jack. <laughs> Jack. Jack. And, your, and your baby's name is Jack. And my baby, baby's name is Jack, so oh, that's yeah. why. And then uh, um, Big Fish was the other one oh, that I watched. Oh, God. A lot that's, of father movies. That, that Big that Fish movie. makes me cry. Yeah. Still, yeah. to this day. It's, you know what? Everything makes me cry. And plus, it's really got good. such an excellent cast. You've got Billy Crudup, Albert Finney. Yeah. Um, Ewan McGregor. Danny but that's, DeVitz. Oh, the DeVitz? The DeVitz, yep. baby. Yeah. You know? I hear he's doing the exact else. same role in Dumbo as, like, the circus. Uh, and, and you've yeah. got Steve Buscemi in that dance sequence where he just pops into frame. <laughs> Jared's acting it out. We yeah. can't see yeah, it. Yeah, Steve Buscemi in a video He comedy. has the two best parts in the movie. That and I'm robbing this place. I'm oh. robbing this place. When he pulls out the gun. Oh, yeah. I'm robbing this place. Um... That's yeah, my this, Steve Buscemi impression. It's pretty this good. This movie, I mean, honestly, John Ritter in this movie, though, is okay, you say R.I.P., by the way. Yeah, yeah uh, rest in peace. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, now that I'm older, I appreciate it more. When I was 100%. A kid, I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, who's this pussy willow? We used to say pussy willow. Yeah. You know why? Because he's got an effeminate voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a slightly effeminate voice to him. Yeah. Um, and even when... He's got those those sharp S's sometimes. Yeah, a little like, lispy. Yeah, yeah it's, not, lispy. Uh, it's not full-on gay voice, but it's yeah, like he's got no. like a 10 percent gay voice one might say he's like a girly man he's not a, yeah. a little but, effeminate but girly wonderful man. a girly yeah. honestly uh, wonderful uh, yeah and when he died he was one of those guys that like at the time even when he died and I was pretty much an adult at that point I was like who gives a crap John Redder oh the three's comedy but really is one of those like as you get older you start to understand like 
It's like because I also heard about it as like in real life he's basically like this character yeah, too. Like the nicest, <laughs> like, or what yeah, nicest guy. Um and you know, he reminds me in this movie. He's like Lancaster Dodd from the Master. The only oh. one that doesn't give up on Freddy. Interesting. Who likes you but me? <laughs> Nobody. It's like that, but obviously nicer. Yeah, you know he's like a manipulator in yeah. the master though. And uh, an un underrated uh Physical comedian, yes. not comedian, but you know, like his 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 physicality is, uh, especially. I mean, you know, if you watch any episode of Three's Company, it's on display. But uh, sure, you got you got John Ritter and you got Michael Richards, yeah, two you, great physical comedians. And you got, of course, uh, Michael Oliver, Michael little little Michael Oliver, <laughs> we all know from uh, and Amy Yazbek. Yeah, Michael Oliver, uh, who we who we all know from Problem Child and, yeah. uh, and Problem Child Two, <laughs> but not, did not you Problem three? Child Three. Junior there was a in Love. Three. It was, it was a TV movie. Ugh. I remember we watched that. It was a tornado warning. Yeah, and I was like, nothing's gonna stop me from watching Problem Child Three. <laughs> I remember that night because I wanted to watch Problem Child Three, and I was so terrified of tornadoes at that point in my life mm-hmm. that it it literally distracted me from Problem Child Three. Not me though. Yeah. So you were you viewed it day one. I am. We both viewed it day one. I was just so terrified (laughs) by our house possibly getting sucked up. Tornadoes blown to Oz. In all fairness, tornadoes still scare me. Did you just do a Kramer? Yes, that makes you the premiere. When he read speaking of Michael Richards, straight to video. That makes me the premiere. He's such a positive outlook. I love his enthusiasm. What do you guys let's, think of Richards in this? Or should we just let's get just there? let's let's dive yeah, into yeah. it? Let's start Remember off with this preamble bullshit. Yeah. Let's start off with these uh, with something that I wish movie studios would do again, mm-hmm. which is the uh, the anniversary logo of mm-hmm. Universal Studios. You start mm-hmm. off with like their original logo from like whenever they started, yeah. and show the evolution of it throughout the ages. Because mm-hmm. basically, the last one that they land on. Which I guess premiered in 1990 with like you know the it coming around the world mm-hmm. the logo coming around the world is basically is exactly what they have this day. It's just they've enhanced it with like yeah. made it brighter and like. But I think I brought this up on a previous episode. It actually looked better then. It looked more like real footage like an of Earth, space. Yeah, yeah. and this just looks like a computer game. Yeah, exactly. I, I would, agree. but even like I wish. Well, I don't know how many other logos have significantly changed, but like you can look at old like 20th Century Fox logos and be like, that looks a little odd. You know? <laughs> Some of the ones from the 80s, if you watch a 20th Century Fox movie, you know what? The, it's like they rush through it. You know what? Yeah. Did you, it's like, do, 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 yeah, and then it's like, da 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 presents. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> you know what drives me nuts now is that they won't let go of the 20th, even though it's not the 20th century. Well, they're called 21st Century Fox, but yeah, they don't change the logo. It's, it's still that same. They still are gripping onto that 20, right? It's, yeah. Anyway, I, I we're not here to talk about logos too much, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. This is a problem, child. Fox is going away anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, Oh, it's getting gobbled up. Oh, it's going to get sucked mm-hmm. up by somebody. Yep. Disney, right? Uh, or Comcast. Or Comcast, but... Hey! Let's hope for Let's Disney. root for Comcast, guys. You go right ahead. Hey, we don't have a fetish with making everything family-friendly, so I don't know why you're rooting for I would, that. I would disagree that, uh, <laughs> that uh, even uh, Disney does. Nonetheless, um... This movie starts... Abandoned Children is uh, not really a cute situation, but certainly they make this movie out to be... This whole movie... Okay, let's take your point just now and let's enhance it to the whole movie. Because this movie is framed for you to root for this 
protagonist, I put it in quotes, because yeah. he's a little sociopath. Yeah. And it's almost like watching, like, a little Dahmer grow up. This is, like, that Leatherface prequel. And we're supposed to root for him. And it's supposed you to know, be, like, like actually, a mainstream comedy. I'm Kevin McCallister it's a very, being yeah. Jigsaw. It's, 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 it's little Junior it's Healy this, right here. I'm just saying, this is a really strange movie. I love that fan theory, yeah. by the way. That it's like, we're supposed to... It just It's really weird. I would argue... That he's not the protagonist. I would argue that John Ritter's the protagonist. I actually would actually... And that he's the anti-hero, and that Michael Richards is the antagonist. Okay. I, I almost would agree with that, yeah. yeah. Because... <laughs> I mean, I don't know that I would fully adopt that 100%. I think it's kind of a blend to of To a both. degree. I mean, there's there's gray areas, but still. Yeah, I mean, it's weird when you start a movie off and it's not, mm-hmm. like, with voiceover narration, and, yeah, it's I guess you could say it's not the protagonist mm-hmm. of the story, because I would agree that this is more yeah. uh, Ben Healy's story. Or how about just the fact that this move, the tone of this movie is, like, look how cute some of these moments are, but, like, in honesty, they're brutal. Mm-hmm. He destroys a trailer with a bulldozer. Yeah, let's yeah. see what happens if I mur- if I destroy this family's home uh, all right do 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 we got to start this thing yeah. so um he's this baby it's a stormy evening it's a stormy night mm-hmm. yes and it's at some mansion right some giant mansion i thought it was an orphanage it's a mansion mm-hmm. then it's, he says nice nice night to be born you yeah. hear his voice for the first <laughs> nice time night nice be night be to be born yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's like a demented uh, Mickey Mouse almost. We need like, to kind of, all right, first we need to kind of talk about his voice because that is a, <laughs> a little bit of an issue. He's, he does sound like a demented, like slightly southern Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And, yeah. and he sounds like he's acting when he's yeah. definitely reading from something in those voices. Right, but yeah. let's be like fair, a he's a seven-year-old, eight-year-old kid, you well, know? I don't know. I, I, and he's pretty of, good in the rest of the movie. Yeah. He just doesn't have narration skills. Right. Like, yeah, let's but, not knock the eight-year-old. I mean, honestly, in terms right, of right. child actors, I mean, the kids in you this movie are You guys are going are full not, Oliver here. Team Oliver. Not even just him. The kids in this movie are not terrible. Oh, like, yeah, there's some terrible kids. I didn't you say all the kids. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm thinking more about the the... Sunflower and him. I forgot about the other. The kids. Sunflower. Yeah. <laughs> little Lucy. No, we I knew say... Lucy at one point. Yeah, I know. We're going with that. We're just not going to say it because I'm just going to have to bleep it out later. So what's the oh, point? Oh, that's, that's true. Um, but I didn't say all the kids were terrible. I just like Michael Oliver. He didn't really sell it for me. Just yeah. in the narration. And he looks like uh, Chucky from Child's Play. He does look like a fully grown Chucky. All right. Um, so, he's yeah. dropped off at this mansion. This. Just yeah. in a little baby carrier, and his mom, I guess, his you know, biological presumably mom. the mother of this mm-hmm. of this child. We don't know mm-hmm. why she's abandoning the child. Yeah, but this is what I, and I, when I get to the point of them saying like, this is not a cute situation because the mother is like, oh, who would want to abandon this little baby? Yeah, I guess I'll adopt it with no legal paperwork mm-hmm. or any identification for who this child is. Yeah, it's yeah. that whole fairy tale thing. It's, it's you know this suspended. Disbelief. This was the Fast and Loose 1990s. Now, oh, man. It's brand it was new era. Probably shot in the 80, 89. Well, we were entering were, a new era. We hadn't really developed the laws yet. Yeah. <laughs> there were no, <laughs> there were no people, uh, laws. For all of our listeners who were born after 1990, there there really, there weren't any laws. You when know when you, you hear born, about the Wild West? That was the 80s. Pretty much. No, yeah. The 1980s. We had these big brick cell phones. We had to use these things called pay phones. And, and everyone was killing each other and getting away with Michael it. Michael Douglas was a sex symbol. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Douglas. So You know you were. So Junior goes from basically... Slither, slither. 
Oh, that's good. So Junior <laughs> is dropped off at this mansion and presumably adopted by this obviously wealthy family. Mm-hmm. And then because uh, Junior immediately pisses on this woman, and she decides the next day they're yeah. going to have the maid which, send her out which, to a, send him to a new which home. Which is like... Yeah. And what I noticed, it took me until this viewing to realize those this the whole opening credit sequence is uh he's going his conditions are getting worse and worse yes. rapidly yes. he's yes. dropped off at a mansion to mm-hmm. a suburban home yeah. to a trailer and then mm-hmm. to finally the orphanage to leatherface's house yeah <laughs> where they make him be human flesh he puts the lotion in the basket <laughs> well gee golly i guess i gotta put the lotion on my skin Oh boy! So yeah, he gets trained. This is a montage set to bad to the bone. So we get the idea that this kid is probably bad. The second you see the stream of urine, yeah, cue guitar. This baby, it is a goosebumps opening where I just get to Junior's credit. He was born with the gift of comedic timing. She's holding him up and says, "Who would ever want to abandon?" And he pisses on her face. (laughs) Kitty. Yeah, my cat keeps jumping up on the. So there's that. But the thing is, like, I, okay, I would argue he lucked out because if he's going to get stuck with somebody whose parenting still skills extend to the fact that she gets so freaked out that a baby urinated, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you don't need her, Junior. Yeah. That's true. And then he tries to, so from there he goes to the suburban home and tries to poison the cat with bubbles or dish soap <laughs> or something. It, yeah. it does stock sound effect burp. Bubbles? It's so stupid. It's what not, was his name? Puffy's. Puffy. Yeah, yeah. Puffy was yeah. the name of the cat. And it, this is like, yeah, it's a series of escal, like, just progressively more terrible mm-hmm. situations. He vacuums some fish in a mm-hmm. tank, and then that's when the next parent drops him off at the next place, which is a, like, even more dingy place. And this was all, the next one's the trailer. Yeah. So and this is this is where he, he becomes a villain, because his dad, his, his obviously drunk story. dad, even though he's got, like, a coffee cup. Uh, his obviously drunk dad steps all over his toys, and that's where Junior makes the conscious decision to take revenge yeah. by bulldozing the entire mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah. Um, fortunately, they have a, 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 a wonderful dummy in the seat that um, <laughs> is like flailing around. When the I didn't bull- notice the dummy, I was too horrified <laughs> by the situation. Yeah. We're supposed to be laughing yeah. though. It's so. like the opening to Casino in that thing. It's like yeah. he clearly turns into a dummy, Robert De Niro at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He commits assault with a rope. He overpowers a nun. Well, yeah, he gets dropped from the trailer. He gets dropped off at the orphanage because finally they're like, well, no parent can actually take Mm -hmm. him. Give Give him him to the religious folks. Yeah. So there's this nun who kind of looks like Randy Quaid with a growth (laughs) on her forehead. And she's like the main nun. She just look like Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. She look, look at her again when there's that shot where she's like, Junior! It's like, that's yeah. Randy Quaid in yeah. a fucking habit. That's oh. what's going on <laughs> yeah. here. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, he commits assault. That's one little episode that happens in this cute montage. Yeah, he photographs some nuns in the bathroom or uh, yeah. one father of, of, you know, the, the priest on the toilet. And, yeah. Yeah, you know Junior. But where can he go? Yeah. I mean, they can't yeah. take him and drop him off somewhere else, so they're so. stuck with him. Some of my memories of this movie are darker, though. When the nun gets strung up, yeah. I actually recalled it as being her, like, with a noose, like, around her yeah, neck. Yeah, no, she's just And I know she's the... just on, like, a harness. Yeah. yeah. But this is one of those movies that, like, it really does, when you start to think about it, your mind warps it into yeah. something even darker. 
Then we, uh, so now he's there. He's at the orphanage. We can assume that's where he's he's at when we catch up to the story. Because now we're going to meet John Ritter and Amy Yazbeck. Yep. Yazbeck, I'm sorry. Yazbeck. As uh, Lil, Ben Healy. Ben Healy. And Flo. Florence. Flo. Yeah. Florence. Yeah. And who is Flo, one of the biggest bitches and, I've ever and, but seen. But the way the it's, it's so perfect for this movie. Cartoonish. No, it's she, so cartoonish yeah. and amazing, like this performance. And now let's just, like, let's... <laughs> take a moment to acknowledge the sequel to this movie which we will eventually get mm-hmm. to because it is also i believe it's a 90 minute movie yeah but amy yazbeck plays Flo in this one and yeah. then plays nurse annie mm-hmm. in the second one yeah a complete flip to the point where it took me until i was probably 11 or 12 years Relative old where i knew person. it was the same yeah actress like she goes from being like the devil in one to an angel in two. yes and i don't know if it's just because mm-hmm. i have a thing for women with glasses but she is gorgeous in part two um my she's opinion. she's a very pretty yeah I, I definitely prefer with the brown hair over the red yes up the beehive she's got oh, yeah. <laughs> gonna, and choose. her giant shoulder pads she's got shoulder pads on shoulder pads on shoulder pads <laughs> i know that we didn't have laws people there were no, there were no, no regulations you over shoulder pads five layers of yeah. shoulder they've pads. since like outlawed them thank god and john ritter like this movie he He's so charismatic and he's so present in the role mm-hmm. that he elevates this movie. One hundred percent. His passion and his just—you can tell he's really—he really wants to be a dad. That's all he wants. That's in life. his and only motivation. Is he just wants and to... flows all about social status. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, that's why he's so good comedically as an actor is because he takes every role he does. He does it with a genuine genuine nature yeah that, and that he doesn't treat it like he's in a comedy he just yeah goes for it he's yeah. just the perfect father mm-hmm. for the most part until he snaps later on there's they're at a fertility <laughs> clinic and she's looking at uh, baby names they're already like thinking about names yeah. and she's not even pregnant yeah uh, what they're there for is to essentially just check to see if they can do it but she, what she says is uh, how about the name Donald Donald is wealthy and powerful and I went oh, oh it's pump. a slap in the face yes yeah. yes it is wealthy and powerful yeah you should For now, baby this is, to me. you know what? This just got bumped up on my list of favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> they mentioned my name. Wealthy, powerful, sounds good to me. Problem child, four stars. Yep, moving it right under Home Alone 2. <laughs> <laughs> so Stanley Tucci says that uh, Flo is unfortunately <laughs> uh, <okay>. in <laughs> <laughs> That's our first reductive uh, celebrity comparison of the day. <laughs> Oh, I already got Randy Quaid oh, in yeah. here. We got it. It's our second. We're on number two already. He's good. I, I like this fertility doctor. He's very blunt about it. He says basically he shows her like these um, this model of the fallopian mm-hmm. tube, the inside of a of a woman's. But uh, be uterus fair. And... Tell me that guy does not remind you of Stanley Tucci. Like his yeah. delivery and voice sure. even sound like yeah. Stanley Tucci. I he's, think Tucci was busy that week or something. You know what? I think Tucci. That's probably Tucci's like. Like brother and brother, like yeah. half brother, half brother. Let's yeah. say he's like called him up. He was like, "Listen, mm-hmm. Craig, I can't do he's this." Like Gallagher, and I just need yeah. you to at the fill beginning. In. Craig Tucci is Tucci, <laughs> Tucci too. Um, there's um, there's this like amazing little bit of acting here though with that guy because he's playing the character as somebody who I would imagine happens to doctors or anybody in any kind of service industry where you lose the empathy. You're just yeah, kind yeah. of like, yes, this is the situation. Yep. Sorry, I can only really be genuinely upset for somebody so many times in my life. Yeah. I've done this for years. <laughs> I, you know what? You need to just move on. I can't do this right now. <laughs> so he says like, your yellow thing 
thing is brown, and you yeah. don't even have a green thing. So essentially, yeah. what the doctor is saying is that she's missing at least one ovary, mm-hmm. and one of her fallopian mm-hmm. tubes is is gone to shit. Apparently, yeah. that's what the doctor is trying to say. Yeah. But and basically, says, there's no chance for them to have kids. So yeah. we've been doing it every night for nothing. And Ritter's heartbroken. Yeah, right he just that, has yeah. that little look where he's like, "I was enjoying. I thought I was doing good." <laughs> so, back, meanwhile, back at the orphanage, Junior's taking pictures of the priests and the nuns in the yeah. bathrooms. Yeah, it's just like yeah. taking shit. You know, he's getting off to that. He loves yeah. it. Well, he's, I thought he, I touched myself. They're so. <laughs> so- <laughs> Well, I don't know. Why not? I'll get a Polaroid. So yeah, she gets a bunch of, of photos of the them in the bathrooms, and like we see it, like you know how like it's stylized in like mm-hmm. Goodfellas when they take a picture or something. Like you see the picture. Yeah, yeah they. Yeah, it's like you just hear Layla start playing in the background and problem dun 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 some Rolling Stones. Yeah. So it's apparently this orphanage is essentially like a prison because uh, the yeah. they're they're eating they're, it's it's lunchtime yeah and uh, they're it's supposed to be stew I mean it's it's somewhere I, there's a sign is that it? says it, there's somewhere on there I remember seeing yeah. or hearing the term beef she stew. says. Eat your stew, children. Yes, she does. Makes the grossest yeah. fucking mystery meat. Honestly, ever that I always thought that. It, it, leave it to the fat little kid. I always thought that stuff looked really good when it I was. It looks like it looks like it looks like Hormel oh, chili, and I love no, Hormel chili. It looks chili. like Chow Down, which was introduced <laughs> in Child Two. That's oh, what it man. looks like. You just, I always, you just referenced the second. It movie. always made me hungry. For Hormel chili or the filling to Crispitos, which were these little <laughs> chili burritos they used to serve at Market Day. Crispitos. Oh, market, market Day. Market Day alone. Oh, let's talk about Schwann's for a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so Junior served the gross stew. We don't like guess it's it's stew. He puts his fork in it and like it sticks. Boom. Yeah, it's like a boing. And then you got that you called out the bad kid actor who's like, Don't get us in trouble yeah. again. Junior, just please eat your lunch. No, no. Junior, oh, just eat your lunch. Please yeah. don't Jeff, get us in trouble again. Baby Jeff Garland. Yeah, no, he's clearly <laughs> he's like he's no. the producer's kid or no. something. He's gotta be. <laughs> Junior tosses the stew on the ceiling and it sticks. It's like a funny little sight gag, you mm-hmm. know? What is it with kids and, like, food sticking to things in movies and then it, like, peels off and stuff? It's funny. It's I just mean... a trope in, like, kids' <laughs> comedies. So anyway, it, it hits the ceiling, a nun comes in, and she's like, Junior, where's your food? And he's like, I, I ate it, I gobbled it all up! And she's, like, looking mm-hmm. around. So like, it's not here. Thank you, Lord. He he's, he behaved for food. And then like, it falls the on her time. face. It changes consistency. Yeah. It falls on her face. Yeah. Before and matches it, what's all, it matches the look of the giant mole that's already on her head. It oh, looks like they just yeah. took some of that food. They're like, you know what? That would make a good character. It Let's looks, just stick a little on here. It looks yeah. like she, after it falls on her face, it looks like she popped whatever that is on her face. And like, stop it. There's hair growing out of it. You see the close-up later. It's disgusting. Yeah, so it's she funny. takes him by his ear for janitorial yeah. duties. And the next thing you know, uh, he sees that a good kid in the next scene, so later on he's he's got to He's got to mop up the, uh, the the cell block, essentially. So It's a, it's a playroom. Yeah, no, it's a it's where all the beds are. 
Like, yeah. oh, the so kid comes out from, yeah. like, it's weird. The but shot there's, is, like, a toy chest in there. Yeah, there's, like, a play yeah. area, but then there's, like, all the beds. That's right. What's really funny about that shot is, to me, like, if you watch it again, the kid is clearly standing still behind the, like, there's this pillar, like a support, like a, yeah. you know, a load-bearing pillar. Cue. And he, like, steps out from behind it. And it's just like, what were you doing standing behind that <laughs> yeah. pillar, kid? Yeah, you know what? It's like an Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. We should have <laughs> you don't qualify that, that with anything. <laughs> yeah, no, there's the scene when he finds out Einhorn's a man, and he yeah. goes to burn his clothes. There's, a, yeah, there's like, a two seconds. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he's there's naked. Like two seconds right before where he's he runs like, towards the barrel where he's clearly He does a 90-degree turn. Shady act <laughs> of action. Towards the bathtub. I know what you're talking about. We should have mentioned this in our Ace Ventura episode with Dad, but I guess it wasn't that important. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the only thing I remember about that movie, aside from Josh Brolin. No, get away from the door. <laughs> yeah. So a good kid is leaving. He's a good kid. Okay, and Junior sees this, and then we get that dramatic music like he He's longing deep down mm-hmm. for that family life, you know? Yeah, and it reeks of, like, 80s score, too. <laughs> it was done on a synthesizer. I know. There were no laws to regulate synthesizers. It sounds like it was, like, something to, like, a, a track that was removed from the Teen Wolf soundtrack. Like, that's yeah. how 80s it yeah. sounds. It's bad. It's <laughs> just dripping with... <laughs> Just nostalgia. Yeah. So that he says in the voiceover sustains throughout this movie. uh, He says if someone uh, he calls Freddy a creep. If someone can adopt a creep like Freddy, I could get adopted too. It's like what did Freddy? No, he's like if you have to be a creep like Freddy, I don't want to be adopted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like if I have to be a nice kid, I fuck that. Yeah. I I honestly though do respect the fact that they stick with the narration. Yeah. yeah, no, it's they good that it doesn't get dropped. Because a lesser movie would give up on it. They started Just like John Ritter, they don't give up on it. You yeah. know, they <laughs> stick with it. They, bo- they usually, like, I, mo- I noticed that a lot, the bookend narration of movies, and it kind of pisses me off. Yeah. But no, it's consistent, beginning, yeah. middle, and end. Yeah, like the bucket list, there's narration at the beginning, yeah. then none, then at the end. Is it Morgan Freeman? Yes. Hi, ladies, I'm Morgan Freeman. I just got accused of harassment. <laughs> Like what you hear? <laughs> I want to narrate your scandal. Oh, God. So, Junior, would you report it if I was the one who did it to you? <laughs> I bet you wouldn't. Little do you know, there's actually 90 more women that chose not to come forward. When Andy Dufresne checked in to talk to me. Anyway, Junior puts on spelled, Junior puts on the TV, and it's the oh, intro to and the we learn, bow, we meet bow Tie the, Killer. We meet uh, Martin Beck, the Bow Tie Killer. Did you guys shorten it to BTK? And if so, is it? In, do you think it's intentional in the text of the film that B, Bow Tie Killer is also BTK? Because there is a BTK killer, isn't there? When well, did I, I in history? Know. He's like a notorious really? serial killer. Yeah, I was never that interested in uh-huh. serial killers like you. So I don't. So I think that's. Maybe... I think that's actually a really interesting fact. I have I to look, we'll that, look into that. I didn't do the yeah. research because I'm a lazy fuck. But maybe there's a connection. <laughs> there. And he's played by Michael Richards, and it's a nice change of pace because really? I'm used to who, Kramer. Who, I don't the know. year before was Stanley Spadowski. Like, no, this, like he's a, he's sinister in this movie. He's man. definitely yeah. Like Michael Richards to me has always been. A one-trick pony. Mm. I I never feel like he's anything other than Michael Richards. No, even though there's different levels to the Richards. I would say I would say there's there's definitely know, some Richards isms always. And but so, like I, I feel like he does. Um, I mean, he does as good as he can do with. Let, this. let me put it this way: uh-huh. when we were kids, growing up, watching this movie, and uh-huh. eventually watching Seinfeld. 
we did not go, oh, that's the guy from Problem Child. Like, we didn't, it was that's another one point. where we didn't that's realize fair. it was sure. the same person, you know? I, I think he's just one of those actors, and he's not alone. No, no, Mike, you know, the way you feel about Michael Richards is kind of the way I feel about Tony Hale, except uh-huh. what he does is he does it well, but it's kind uh-huh. of the same. He does it on Veep, and he kind yeah. of does it on Arrested. It's I that never, same bug eyed kind yes, of. Yes, I never uh, look at a Michael Richards role. And I'm never fooled. Like, whoa, that's I forgot that was Michael Richards for a minute. What you like, didn't uh, see? Uh, fucking lo- what? Oh god damn it! I, I was trying to make oh, a man. bad. Like, I just I said that trial and no, error. Trial and error. He's, he's yeah. no Daniel Day Lewis. So like, 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 imagine him well, doing no. like There Will Be Blood. Daniel like, Day Lewis is so overrated. Anyway, I, I guess I have a competition in me. I don't want nobody else you to know, succeed. I would love to see Michael Richards in there. Has Daniel played you? I'm finished! <laughs> There's so, a whole ocean of oil beneath our feet. He's Jack Nicholson. Now. Yeah. <laughs> we're a half hour into this episode yeah. and we're like only talking about minute Sorry. 10 of the anyway, movie. Anyway, I know. I know. Um, so Junior says, What a great looking guy. What a good looking guy. I was yeah. like, oh. So he's immediately become a fan of the bow tie killer. He's, mm-hmm. Which is like red flag number one. A million, yeah, so far. Yeah, that's bad enough. You know what's really weird? I never noticed it as a kid. They mention rape in that news. They like, I'm pretty. I uh, well, he comes on the flow later. Let me be careful here because I don't want to say this for sure Mm -hmm. because it could have been a different word. But what I heard was like when Junior's about to walk away from the TV and go to the toy chest to grab the bow tie, Mm -hmm. like, and or he's about to turn off the TV and is like, um, Beck's attempted prison rape. Oh. Will add something to his sentence. It's either that or attempted prison breakout. But it feels like yeah. he doesn't try to well, break out until after Jr.'s. There is a line later in, yeah. where they're at the circus, and he says, uh, "Let's go see the bearded ladies." Like, there's too many of those in prison. Yeah, yeah. So maybe there's. Um, but I think the reason Junior, I don't. I honestly like see something deeper here. Junior be, develops an attachment with him because in his eyes he sees this guy whose society is oppressing yes and he looks right at the camera and says i'm not a bad guy yeah. like just why is everybody against yeah. me i'm just misunderstood which obviously from you speaks know to richard's yeah. point of view was just bullshit but it speaks to junior yeah he feels that way genuinely there's like i know i mentioned this already but this the tone and the framing of this movie Really contradicts what's really what's really at play here. Yeah. Well, that's and how you describe it is this is a young sociopath idolizing an older sociopath, yeah. which is serious material. Let's, let's yeah. well, that gives us appropriate time to talk about the backstory behind this movie. Yes, this movie was okay. There was a true story, uh, a news story that broke years ago in the eighties about a kid, about a family who tried to sue an adoption agency because they neglected to tell the parents that the kid had been returned multiple times and had violent tendencies Mm -hmm. and so a lot of uh hollywood screenwriters tried to turn that into like a horror type of movie like a damien omen type of thing and uh the writers larry uh uh, scott alexander and larry karaszewski who previously uh wrote screwed which we talked about yeah um they um they said no well let's try to do it like more of a satire on these kids take charge movies that like the late 80s like your home alone yeah, types yeah. Of movies. kids and versus adults yeah let's like make a satire on that like so it's supposed to be more of a dark comedy yeah and then the studio was like no 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 you're gonna turn this into a family movie uh-huh. prompting several weeks of reshoots if i remember reading correctly wow. including adding the whole birthday party sequence to the like that was yeah. something that wasn't in the movie yeah I don't know if other things got dropped. Or... No, I wonder if Dennis Dugan Duganized it 
because he you know he went on to do like these Adams these weird Adams Sandler comedies these zany well comedies. in in the I also read uh, again this is all IMDb trivia so like yeah, again yeah. how honest and truthful is right, this right, right, right. who knows but I'm choosing to you know yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll pick I'll and choose into this. but Dennis Dugan uh, actually had the more uh, dark comedy pitch ah. and the studios he was like. I, in the one of the meetings, apparently he was just like, "Look, I know you guys are looking at me like I'm fucking crazy right now, and that's good. It's supposed to be because this is a fucking crazy idea." Oh, man. And then like two hours later, he got a call and he's like, "You got the job." So apparently his fucking crazy behavior <laughs> is what got him the role in this. He though it, it really did turn out to be a dark comedy. I mean, I know that they turned it into a quote unquote family film. This is, but it really is no. Still a it's dark a comedy. very family friendly movie. Kind of for nineteen ninety. For like, nineteen, remember there were no laws back. Yeah, then. back when we had there no was laws. A, there there was no laws regulating film content. So you're right. Yeah. Beepers. So uh, 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 bugles. Well, they still make bugles, but oh, they were man. more prominent then. I think. Yeah. And bubble tape. Bubble tape. Uh, fucking uh, uh, crazy bones. All those socio schizophrenic people mer- willing to. murder Murder over corn pops. Who want blood? Dude, I gotta have my pops. I gotta have my pops. So that that is interesting. You know, you know what it sounds like. It sounds like Dennis Dugan used to be more of a an artist than he <laughs> and he kind of sold out a little bit. I have more faith in the writers having more. Yeah, because uh, these guys did Ed Wood. They did the People versus O.J. Simpson. These like you know credible writers. Yeah, these, these guys, guys they 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 found their niche later on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he has an emotional beat. Junior grabs that bow tie from the doll. I say red flag. Yeah, <laughs> and then next we go to Big Ben's finally, the sporting goods store. Yeah, we find scene. where Ben yeah. Healy works, and he works in this giant sporting goods store. He gets dropped off by Flo, which is so. Emasculating. Oh, yes. That, Something that I didn't volumes. notice till I was yeah. older. Didn't even speak to me till I was older. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, he apparently works there. It's called Big Ben's. We already know this guy's name is Ben. And Big then, Ben's on this big right wing kick, like mm-hmm. super conservative sporting goods made by Americans for America. Oh, Americans. The absolutely delightful jackassery. Jack the jackassery of this, everything he's in. He just brings this amazing Jack Gordon. Yes. Tough, yeah, hard ass, but like, just this like I'm a dick. Yeah. Like, he did unapologetic, yes. unapologetic it's old so bastard. That's like, what he is. He's like you know, and he's not doing it to be mean to one particular person. He's just like it's who I am. This like, is that's, just, <laughs> it's my behavior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, this little kid approaches. John Ritter as he's walking in. I guess because John Ritter has a briefcase, this kid walks up to him and goes, Hey, mister, can you help me find a canteen? Yeah, it's like, really weird. It's fucking weird. Like, why does this kid <laughs> approach Ben weird. Healy? Unless, of course, they're regulars at the store and recognize him. But that's besides the point. Anyhow. Yeah. So, we have this conversation with uh, this all-American dad, that's actually, which is played by yeah. Dennis Dugan, the that's, director of the movie. Really? Right. Yep. That was him? Mm-hmm. That's him. But he's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, he says, like, uh, you know, kids, they really, they give life meaning. What else are we here like, for? What else are we here And for? that really drives home for Ben. That's All we're doing as an audience is just mm-hmm. empathizing more with And him. I guess it kind of, you could say, maybe this is just extrapolating a little bit, but you could also say that this puts the idea in his head a little bit that, like, you know what, it, maybe it's not about having a baby, it's just about having a kid. Right. Because he's very accepting later on about, yes. you know, adopting. He's very, he's, like, really wants a kid so badly that he doesn't think twice about the adoption thing, but we'll get there. Yeah. I, I get the feeling he's the kind of guy that grew up, he wants a kid genuinely because not only to, like, love and something, mm-hmm. but, you know, maybe he grew up lonely. 
Yeah. Well, and he certainly, he certainly doesn't. He's not assertive over his wife yeah. in any way. And so. his dad certainly has issues. Like yeah. I want to call something out. Specific. It's like a linchpin almost later. But uh, Ben's yeah. called to the office by his dad, Jack Warden, big <laughs> on the PA. But he answers to the PA. Yeah, this is really weird. He's like little Ben over the PA goes, system. Yeah, and then yeah, John Ritter's like what? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think those things are two way. No, I worked at a grocery store. If I went what? They would have been like, what are you uh, doing? Jack Warden though, he's the kind of guy, dude. He would wire that store for Seth. I guess. He's that kind of oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, super paranoid. Kind and of then guy. the very next shot is Jack Warden like, I'm selling the store to the Japs. Like, yeah. he still calls just, them the Japs. Just, you know. Yeah, you know, terrible. That's, that's, well, that's what they are. What do you want? Like, <laughs> Ben was expecting to have it all when his dad died, essentially. Mm-hmm. But then Ben, Big Ben tells him, and this is, I guess, the character flaw of Little Ben, is that you're too nice. I was expecting a little backstabbing from you. Now, this is just one major hint mm-hmm. as to the, the how fucked up his dad is mm-hmm. yeah and how fucked up he's made his son as yeah. a result disappointed of because his son turned out to be a good guy there is some there's a, there's some good psychological de- i guess development at play not development but uh like it's 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 they're a they're developed psychologically in a, in a very what, what realistic it is it's a, way. it's a it's a clash of psychological problems Mindsets. almost yeah, like problems, you know like you yeah. got Junior on one sociopathic end, and you got this father. It's psychologically nuanced, this movie, I will say, even though it's some dumb mainstream comedy or whatever. So, to its credit, we got to say that. Uh, yeah, he's selling the whole company. So fucking Ben's having a terrible day. He's not gonna. He's he's got nothing going on for him. So later on, it's uh, I don't know the same day or something. Dishes. But, Dishes? Yeah, Junior's doing dishes. He's got these nasty dishes. Oh yeah, the nasty the dishes for with look all that dried stew. This one looks like my you. birthday. <laughs> look what they gave me. I actually kind of like that joke. He says this one kind of looks like you when she says I yeah. want to see my face in it. <laughs> yeah. Like that's an actual like a writer put effort into that. That's line. a that's a good joke. Yeah. But, like I want to say Junior's got like a lot of zingers. He's like a fucking Groucho Marx. In this. <laughs> Junior probably Junior's IQ is honestly probably massively high oh man he's probably, he's probably like a lot smarter way than too smart for I think, I think Noah Hawley from Fargo and Legion should do a problem child series on FX oh <laughs> man and it's super junior dark. all grown up starring Billy Bob Thornton as junior oh god no <laughs> <laughs> hold on <laughs> My name's Junior. My favorite color. Or no, 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 no. <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton plays Michael Richards' character all grown up, oh, and he's out of yeah. jail. All grown up. He's, grown <laughs> he's like forty. <laughs> and then, and then, he's all they grown bring up. back um, uh, the Canteen Boy. No, Martin for uh, what's his name? What's what's his name in Fargo in the office? Uh, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman is Junior all grown up. Okay, I can see And that. Billy Bob Thornton is Michael Richards. Yeah. And it's just a remake of the first season, first season of, of Fargo. Fargo. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> sounds really good. But instead it's different characters. I'd watch it. So later on, Ben, I'm trying to keep this train moving. Yeah, so, so Ben is... Wait, wait, I don't want to talk about the nasty dishes. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, so he does the nasty dishes. She lunges at him because he insults her. And a pot falls on her head. She goes, hey! 
All she needs to do is take it off. That's true. And then she slips on like like Home Alone style on suds yeah, on the ground. Great. Yeah, he puts he, a little bit of water on the floor, and she's yeah. and she gets like like dragged by like unknown forces out into the garbage. That's how monster sap works. And she screams, <laughs> "Junior!" And that's when she looks like Randy Quaid at the greatest. That's all I wanted to say. And it probably is Randy Quaid. Are we That's talking the baseball him dodging game? Yeah, taxes. now we're at the baseball game. He supposes a nun because he's on the run from the government. <laughs> he wasn't in 1990. He was doing fine. He was just on Christmas vacation. <laughs> Randy Quaid? Yeah. So at the now we're at a baseball game. Yeah. Uh, Big Ben is the... Our, yeah, Ben is the uh, the coach of the they Braves. They own a baseball team. Yeah, yeah Big Ben Healy, uh, the guy who owns the sporting goods store, a literally league. owns a little league team. He sponsors it. And uh, uh, we meet Roy. Yeah, we meet Roy, played by Peter Jurassic, which is the coolest <laughs> name ever. Sounds like a porn name. Peter dude. Jurassic. Yeah, plays Roy, the uh, the friend, and he's the uh, the coach of the opposing team. Is and it, he's a douchebag. The Chieftains. Jurassic. It's like, spelled I'm with a thinking... K. K and one S. Which is so even no, it's oh, not like okay. it's probably Jurassic then. Fine. <laughs> I like Peter Jurassic. Though. I like it better too. So what he does is he rubs. It in Ben's face that he's having a baby. He shows a sonogram mm-hmm. picture. Well, you know, it doesn't come off like he's rubbing in his face. He's we don't quite know bag. yet. We're going to get very quickly learn that Roy is a prick. And uh, so he comes over because he just wants to share my happiness with you, little Ben. That's uh, Roy's voice, by the way. Yeah. Peter Jurassic's voice. <laughs> um, so he just he comes by to say that he's got a, a baby on the way, and he's already got like six fucking kids. So like, and then he rubs it in like the score, like yeah, he's just the well. The, the first thing is like he runs over, and then uh, John Ritter's all like, "We're not going to forfeit." I've told you many times before, and he's like, "I, I don't care about this. We already got this game won." Yeah, he's a fucking yeah. asshole. Yeah, man. he's a douchebag. Yeah, so they score a home run on. But uh, like a great douchebag, like I guess. Back at the orphanage, we meet Gilbert Godfrey. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's oh, the he, the director of this. Or I don't know what his actual position he's in a, is. In he's, a, he's part of an adoption agency, and he works with the orphanage. Yeah, to he's like he runs the. the okay, yeah, he's yeah. like this runs the guy's adoption. corrupt. Gilbert yeah. Godfrey. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about a guy who can't be anything but himself? It's Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> well, that's okay. His, that's his persona. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard his real voice? Yes, I have. It's frightening. Yeah, because yeah. he was on WHM, wasn't he? Did an interview with him? Uh, did they? I didn't yeah. hear it, but I met Gilbert Godfrey when I was an intern at Victory Records in Chicago. Uh-huh. He was there to host a little video segment, an interstitial that they had mm-hmm. for their music videos, and they needed like background mosh dancers. Was he like super calm? He was very like he was taking direction from the guy who ran the place, uh-huh. uh, uh, who's insane. Uh, he was taking direction oh, from I him very well. About but anyway. you could see Gilbert like he was like getting into Gilbert characters, like okay, as he's taking like direction, like all he's, right, he's, all he's, right. he's summoning my Godfrey. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, now he has to. It's oh, it's such a struggle to and, turn into that character. And now, as I'm older, and I always thought he's like he's the annoying parrot in Aladdin. I have a respect for Gilbert Godfrey. He's like an old school comedian, not afraid to. He's very speak old school his mind in the way that he to the point of operates. getting fired as yeah. the Affleck. Dog. <laughs> um, um, so the nuns are all like, "Get this goddamn kid out of here." The mm-hmm. nuns don't say "goddamn," but you know, mm-hmm. they're essentially like, "Get this goddamn kid out of here!" Like mm-hmm. he's a terror. Yep. Look at all these evil drawings. He's got great art skills, like this I kid. Like, yeah, yeah, pretty good. I couldn't draw that detail at I seven can't years old. Draw yeah. that <laughs> detail at thirty-two years old. He uh, tells the nuns the only way to straighten things out is to talk with Junior. So he comes in and he puts on this sociopathic nice boy routine. Yeah. With his hands folded. And there's like a choir in the yeah. background as I was just illustrating. Yeah, thanks. 
and he has Gilbert's, <laughs> he has Gilbert snowed because he's never met Gilbert before. He says Junior won't be removed from this orphanage. Junior says he wants out. Gilbert complies. Yes, see, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, he wants that. I can't do as good of one, but That's you get okay. it. I don't think it's impossible to do a decent Gilbert Gottfried impression at a. A respectable indoor you volume. You can't do it. It's like, same thing with Bobcat Goldthwait. You can't do it at a good volume. We have it's going to be would, loud. We would have to adjust the input volume on this Zoom yeah. to uh, to get it properly. Yeah. So Junior wants out, damn it. Um, yes. And Ben is... He breaks character in this scene. He's all like, well, hurry the hell up. Like, first he was this nice boy, and then just in the same scene, he's like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Once he finds out that the nuns want him out, he's like, yeah. well, we've, yeah, get me the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Yep. And then... Um, at the... Ben and wife's home. Ben and uh, Flo are talking at home. and uh, There's a party down the street. And they're not invited because they don't have kids. So Flo's like, fuck that. She's we need like, a kid so I can get to these parties, man. She's all about the parties. Yeah, she's so mean. So uh, Such a fucking bitch. Ben, <laughs> Flo. ben asks, nay, persists that they adopt. And she reluctantly agrees after he says it's like shopping. Yeah, he wins her over <laughs> with shopping, which I don't know what that says about the writers and their opinions of women or just this particular character. She but... goes, ooh, dinners. She's so into dinners. She's like wet for dinners, man. I know dinner parties. Mm, Pass, she wants please. to be the president of the PTA. She's all about status and clout. People it's in like my house season. eating my food. No thank you. It's like weeds, but the, the good early seasons of weeds. Yeah. All the women she'd interact with. Uh, uh, yeah. At the orphanage, the kids write the letters to their heroes. And Junior's writing his to the Bowtie Killer. Dear Bowtie Killer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a picture of Michael Richards in the paper where he's like, yeah, Mike's doing the Facebook. You can't yeah, see he's it. being put into the police yeah. car and there's arms. It's like that great moment in the office where they show Creed's ID photo. It's clearly like a mugshot. <laughs> so we're, we're cutting back and forth. Now we're at the prison and we, we get intro to that music. <laughs> Music by uh, music by Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh man! Oh, with his sandlot hat, Seagrams, with the big brooms, golden wine coolers. So hey, bow tie hey, killer. <laughs> Mike just flashed me. Never mind. Never mind. His dick. Uh, the bow tie killer <laughs> gets the letter. So he gets a letter from Junior, and he calls him Jr. Yeah. He thinks it's an adult, a full-grown adult, who wants to meet up outside to do some, se- quote-unquote, serious damage. Yeah. Like a crime mm-hmm. spree. Yeah. And you know what's weird? As Michael Richards is walking in this scene, mm-hmm. as he passes, anyone he passes, mm-hmm. s- like, literally freezes. Yeah. yeah, they're scared of him. After yeah. we slaughter some people, we'll meet in a motel room and I literally, fuck. I literally, <laughs> I literally, oh I literally like Jack Nicholson, too. <laughs> We'll meet slaughter Cindy. You gotta hold, no, guys. You gotta hold your hair back. We'll meet in a hotel. Oh, room. he does. He has the Jack, no. I had to like rewind. He has the Jack Nance haircut. Yeah, I had to. Head. I had to rewind it because like I thought at first it was just an actor not doing anything, like just holding the weights, not actually lifting it. <laughs> and then I went back and I was like, oh no, as he's passing people. Yeah. So the warden shows up and he's up on this like platform like yeah, above like, like walk. the exercise indoor exercise yeah. room yeah and he kind of taunts the BTK he calls for a smoke too doesn't he Something and everyone like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. reaches out to they're him scared of him yeah. yeah so he throws a weight up at the warden and yeah he, he, we think he kills him because they yeah. cut away yeah he, it's he, dark he, man <laughs> he goes hey warden catch oh, 
and he falls off the fucking thing. It's it's really jarring. So then we cut away. It's like whatever. We go to the adoption agency. Gilbert Godfrey's exp- expediting the quote unquote seven year process. I know he's lying for effect, but it is a lengthy process. No, adoption, adoption is a truly long process. Yeah, not yeah. seven. Maybe years. not seven years, but it could be a couple years. He lies least. to the. What he does is he's lying to the Healy, saying it's a seven year process ex- unless you get junior, basically. And they're like, yeah. they kind of. He's like a. He's he's or talked to. He's a it. car salesman. He's trying to unload this uh, this yeah. this gremlin, <laughs> yeah. almost literally a gremlin, and uh, they go for it. They bite. Yeah. yeah. Finally, they bite. So next scene, finally, they're gonna meet. Okay. They're at the orphanage. Ben and Flo meet Junior. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Yeah. So yeah. he records it on his camcorder. And he's, he's got two giant cameras around his neck. This is the this is the nineties back nineteen ninety back before there were laws. That said that uh, cameras had to be a certain size yeah, and not a phone. Or in a phone. Well, yeah. Actually, there were no laws in the 90s. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Before laws were in yeah. place that limited the size of cameras that you can carry. Yeah, how many you right. could carry with you and where you could film. I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah. this was just everyone thought that they were. It was the Wild West. Man. Yeah. Everyone was Billy Wilder back then. Billy Wilder, the filmmaker? Yeah. Not Billy the Kid? Well, Wild West, very good. Uh, oh, wait, we're on the same page. We are. We are now. All right. Anyway, so he writes. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't write. We're at the. They pick up a junior. Yeah, they they they. Big Ben is there to pick up his boy. Junior, in his voiceover, sustaining bit. that, asks, "Have you ever seen a grown man wear so much blue?" And he's not. He's like he's got blue jeans. He's got a blue like jacket. No, he's. If you look carefully, he's got. Blue jeans on. He's got uh-huh. a blue jacket. He's got a blue hat. Yeah. And then he's got a blue, a very light blue button down with like a blue tie yeah. on too. He's wearing and, a lot of fucking blue. All right. And he all has right. Blue eyes. All right. He? And he says, they "Yeah, look like, like those pools of ocean water are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. They really are. Those it. baby blues. That Ritter. So he he says they look like a couple of yahoos. But anyway, he goes uh, with them. Yahoos. <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Yahoo. <laughs> when they leave, the nuns throw one of the biggest parties I've ever seen uh, committed to celluloid. They got a bunch of balloons coming out the they windows. They don't even wait for the car to like yeah. go that far. No, they can they... see out the roof. Look, I wonder. Well, everyone is here to see him off. Oh, some nice ADR work there. <laughs> I think the balloons took down a plane that day. Like, some... They all went up to the atmosphere. What a waste of balloons, too, if you're just going to release them out the window. Yeah. It would make for a really great cool shot. Big I want to know what exterior. the confetti budget was on this yeah. movie because there's a lot of it in that. Yeah. Well, nowadays you'd get a ticket for uh, uh, littering, but yeah. not yeah. anymore. Nowadays they would just CG the balloons and the yeah. glitter in anyway. Yeah. So we, we're, we're finally we're yeah. at the house. Junior totally reels him in at first. He puts on like that nice kid routine again. Then mm. the cat senses his evil and runs away. Yeah. Yeah. So Junior meets Polly. Which is the parrot? Yeah, apparently learns new words at his presence, which is uh oh. Yeah, when he walks. I away. doubt that Ben and Flo taught yeah. Polly how to say ah. No, I'm telling you, he's so intuitive. Which is a really, to his evil, but it's an unnecessary setup for a gag that never happens. It does. Come if you're later. gonna have a parrot in a movie, wait, something happens. He does. That? He says uh, some swears later in the movie. Did you miss it? Yeah, yeah. because it wasn't that important. I thought it was gonna be a major plot on right. Like the you're gonna plot. put a parrot in. It's gotta be part of the plot. <laughs> I can't just have a parrot there. Yeah, you've got a parrot policy yeah. when it comes to movies. Like you know, somebody comes in and admits to a crime, and then the parrot repeats it, and no. that you know, like in Flintstones. Yeah, yeah. addictive bird. It wasn't a parrot, all right. It was addictive bird. I'm sorry. So <laughs> that was aggressive. Junior, Junior has shown his clown bedroom. Oh my god, this bed. This is his Indiana Jones snakes. This know? is. 
What? You know what, though? You gotta. You wanna <laughs> no slap one reacted John Ritter. To that. No, you wanna slap John Ritter, and I just wanna take a moment to say, like, fuck these parents for even yeah. thinking that this would be a good idea for no, their child. Like, nobody likes. Nobody likes clowns. clowns nobody likes this clowns much. at all. Who likes clowns? Nobody. I'm not gonna yeah. knock somebody for liking clowns. I'm gonna knock yeah. somebody for not liking clowns this much. Did you guys ever watch two How clowns are you supposed to rest though? in that room? Yeah. I don't want to live in a carnival. Two clowns. Two clowns laughing clowns. Yeah, you. We both asked the question at the same time. You said, "Imagine living." And I said, "Have you ever seen two clowns go at it?" No, every time they thrust, does it, like, have a honk sound or yeah. something? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what they say about big clown shears. Yeah? Big clown wieners. Mike, come on. So Big Ben, he, he shows up. <laughs> he's all like, why did you drag me down here? And he's like, we, 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 we have a surprise for you, Dad. And then he gives him the cigar that Roy tries to give him earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a regifter. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine though, because I actually didn't asshole. notice that until right now. Yeah, he brought that up. So Ben, Big Ben thinks they're pregnant at first, and he fucking calls Flo fat. He's like, "I thought you were looking a little fat there." <laughs> She's like, "Fatter." <laughs> she gets fucking mad. He's like, no, Dad, Flo's not gonna have a baby. And then his next immediate assumption is, uh, "You went to a sperm yeah. bank or something like that." Yeah. And then he suggests he like knocked up the woman. Like, yeah, he's like, like "Do, you, do you have to make it with a cup, or you get yeah. to?" Bump a real lot, <laughs> and then he said. Yeah. Then they reveal, and then he get, like he gives Flo a little tap on the shoulder, like, "Ha ha, you right? Yeah. Ain't this funny?" He's Picture him fucking another broad, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then they say, "No, we adopted," and he thinks it's insane. He's like, he he says this and this. What if he's crazy? What he might be a Democrat? Oh, ha ha! Oh, hey, I love that joke. That's a good one. That was a re- that's why I love Problem Child. And Problem the Child mention too. of my name. Not so much Problem Child too, actually. No, I love the the Little Rascals movies. Well. well, what did you think He's about what did yeah. you think yes. about him, what did you think about him getting his car smashed with a baseball bat? He's like, no, no, it was yeah, a fake car. It was a fake car. It's it not wasn't even real. No, you that can't trust what you see when it comes to car damage. Don't movies. believe your own eyes ever. So. Uh, Junior sets his room on fire while they're downstairs, and like, it's, so Big Ben's intro, dude, Junior mm-hmm. is fire. He opens the door, there's smoke everywhere. Supposedly he lights his room on fire. We don't know how the fire gets started. Because exactly. I would actually believe the story he tells. What, that the, that the clown just started sparking and... Did you see all the electronics coming out of There weren't clothes. that many outlets to support that in that room. So, Lil Ben... This is before laws regulated the electrical... Yeah. Inputs in homes. Lil Ben believes him. He's he thinks he's totally innocent. Yeah. I don't know where Flo stands, but Big Ben thinks he totally did it. And yeah, yeah. that's when little Junior decides to get rid of Big Ben. Essentially, yeah, he's, he's like, this, I'm gonna take this guy out. Yeah, he throws the cat at Ben when he's trying to, just as he's starting to try to persuade <sighs> them, persuade him that they're e- he's evil. He just- Throws. throws a cat at him and he falls down the stairs. <laughs> and, and then uh, doesn't the cat have casts on his arms? Yeah, his, uh, his legs are bandaged. That's that a, was a big that's 90s a, comedy a, trope. That was you know what scared me as a kid? <laughs> like, just a slightly... It made me feel really uncomfortable is 
when Big Ben is on the stretcher and he just keeps saying, get rid of that kid. Yeah. There's something on the get rid of that kid. Very, 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 very intense. Yeah. The cat with the casts, though, adorable if they gag. played, If they played other music besides what would have just out of school. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get rid of that kid. Yeah. Instead, it was like uh, the Requiem for a Dream. Get rid of that kid. Oh, even better. Even better. All around me, often get rid of that kid. <laughs> no, I'm just sad. <laughs> that would be so dark. I want to cry. I hurt myself. <laughs> get rid of that kid. <laughs> so, oh, it's good. So, so poor Fuzzball. Um, he, yeah, yeah his Junior are... stole Big Ben's wallet too, man. Yeah, when did that happen? He like he's good with his hands. It must yeah. have just fallen out when he was falling down a flight yeah, of stairs. He's really good. That's okay. JR. That's when we see. That's when we get to the uh, ink blot test uh, in yeah. the uh, prison psychiatrist's office. Yep. Michael Richards, the BTK, uh, strangles the psychiatrist mm-hmm. when the warden, who turns out to be crippled from the weight accident. Well, he's, he's putting on this show at the beginning. Excuse like himself. I see puppies and butterflies. Yeah, he puts on this show for the warden who does not believe it. And he gets, it's kind of funny. He's like, There's no pink. It's black and white. There's no pink. And he's just like, <laughs> That's I don't what I see. Do you guys ever watch this on TV? Like yeah. the TV edited version, and there's that uh-huh. whole extra. Yeah. Ink blot thing. They stretch it So it's like the warden there. leaves and then... See, that's the version I'm familiar with is a version taped off of television. Yeah. What happens in this So what happens version? in this... Cause There's the, another scene added later I'll talk about. Well, with the plane. The helicopter. Yeah, the little, yeah, we'll get to that too. They, no, because when movies get cut down for TV, mm-hmm. like sometimes you have to add moments back in to create, you know, Billy fill out Madison, the runtime. There's a kickball game. Yeah. 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 Um, Oh fuck! Yeah, that kickball game isn't even. Oh we my god, it's not even a deleted episode. scene. I forgot all about it. Yeah. Too. But anyway, um, so what happens is the warden is kicked out of the room, and then the psychiatrist is like, "What do you see here?" And then there's this whole like almost, it's almost done in voiceover. This like montage or something where it's like, I'm, "I see a terrible thing. I'm being cr- cr- framed for a crime I didn't commit." It's like this whole like explanation of how he gets into prison, and it's weird and dark, and it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Did they didn't they also cut the urine stream out from the very first like shot of the movie? Yeah, yeah but that's one of those content things that like of course but that's going to get cut. I don't out. think. That's that yeah, no, bad. a piss stream. You can't see a stream of urine coming out Even of a baby. Even if it's a baby, no, yeah, I oh. guess not. Okay, not then. Not in, not. I mean, there were no laws, but they didn't have laws back then. But they still had. You know, people regulated themselves, and that That's was true. something they determined. <laughs> we just couldn't have. So yeah, and then the the warden in this actual thing, you don't hear that. You just the warden gets kicked out, and he immediately attacks the psychiatrist. Doesn't wait for anybody to like clear no, the space. He's not wasting him. a single second. He strangles that psychiatrist, and then next thing you know, he's dressed up as him. He's in his car, and he's leaving the prison. And then you he's know what? Making though? friends with the guard. Fault mm-hmm. on the psychiatrist for having a license plate that says prison doc. Like I'm sorry, they're gonna know exactly who you are. Like if someone breaks out, and you were the one who said they were too crazy yeah. to get out. Mm-hmm. Man. Like, hey, he's a nut job. Oh, that guy. He's got a few bricks missing from his building. Right after he says the whole, like, I see blood, he strangles him. Isn't that, like, a cue to... Yeah, and then it cuts to the passage of time later on. The return hey, of Oh, that guy. Yeah. Back home, Junior's going through Ben's stuff. It's late at night, and Ben catches him. He's in his jammies. 
And uh, he catches flow, too. He sees some extra drawers in that uh, desk with some yeah. man porn. Oh. He has some muscly She's dudes. She's got four drawers full, what have to be full of men's cut out like photos of like a playgirl or like a... Are they like, really? Though? I thought they were just like body No, 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 no. no yeah, they're like they're, muscle, yeah. muscle things. But you but know what it's insinuating. Yeah. Like... Yeah. If it would, it's she's not hiding them. It's like a full stack, and it's like stacks upon stacks. It'd be stacks. great if there was some narration here, like, "Well, check out that guy's third leg." Like, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds something like that would be in Problem Child Two. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's much more of a Problem Child Two. <laughs> so Ben, it's, it's super nice. Takes him to the kitchen, tells him that Junior's not going anywhere because Junior has the states that he has fears that he's just going to get dumped off at a new house eventually. That's just how it yeah. goes. Ben says, "No, man, you're going to be here forever, and I'm going to make you we some sh- hot cocoa." We should acknowledge that even before he got out of bed himself, little Ben was reading a book called "How to Be a Great Father" and <laughs> highlighting things in the dark. Yeah, and he's, also, he's determined, almost creepily isn't, nice. Almost. Isn't this the scene where they introduce the prune? No. No, that's later. No, that's, that's later? Because no, we'll that's an there. important plot point. It very is. Very much so. <laughs> Never has a prune been so important. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this is just to say he'll be there forever. And then the next morning, uh, Ben, he's got the car loaded up. Junior's like, what the fuck? He's, he's like half asleep. He's in his jammies. He comes outside and he's like, what's going on? And Ben's like, we're going camping. So you let's go. didn't feel like telling me this ahead of time. Yeah, I would have liked to have packed. You know, I would have been pissed. If yeah. I was yeah. Junior. My first night in a new home with new parents. And yeah. they're like, all right, we're going to go sleep outside now. Like, send me back yeah, to the orphanage yeah. I hate camping we meet oh, the God. neighbors <laughs> we meet the little demon Lucy who is a demon yeah she is she invites him to reluctantly to the party right is this the same to come to my birthday yeah it is <laughs> What? You make her sound like she's a... Like, yeah, like 90 years old also. She does say, like, in that weird, raspy, growly tone, though. She's so this, she's a demon. This child is... This little girl is a bitch, because she's like... She's like... He dresses like the man who cremated Uncle Leo. Which is like Jerry. something a child would never say. <laughs> Jerry! Um, Wait, is that no. is she talking about Bowtie Killer then? There is a connection. No, uh, no, no. She's she's saying that Junior dresses weird because he's in his pajamas uh, with a bow tie and yeah. like oh cremated as in like a no, funeral thing, not no, just burn someone alive or cremated. Yeah, he, he dresses like the guy who burned our uncle alive. <laughs> It would explain her behavior. Yeah, or Kramer-ated. Um, <laughs> so he she, sa- she says, last week they didn't have a kid, and now they have a seven-year-old. Ew. That's gross. Ew. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's an overreaction, Lucy. So uh, Ben, he says, forget it. And he gives uh, Junior his allowance of a dollar. It's like, wow, okay. So, uh, you know, Junior's not impressed with the dollars. Because he's already got, like, fat stacks from Big Ben. So then we get Roy, he comes in, and he's joining them. And there's this weird (laughs) shot, a wide shot with a cat on the the grass, and he kicks it over. And this movie is very (laughs) anti-cat. No, I don't fucking appreciate it. He is a sociopath. He's hurting animals. I mean, that's... Well, that's, the Roy is a sociopath too, so there's a yeah. whole fucking neighborhood. Everyone's a sociopath. Roy but little kicks ben. the cat. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it's oh not my junior. god. Roy does. This movie is anti-cat. <laughs> so at the campsite, it's a TV versus wild debate between Junior and Ben. Yada yada. Later, Did they have the birthday party yet? No, no, no. Okay. no. <laughs> it's much later. Later at night, Junior hates it. Roy's kids are singing. Because like Roy's kids, Roy's got boys. fucking saintly kids who are yeah. all like. You know, mm-hmm. fucking 
saintly. They all share a brain. The one on the end has it today. See, he's like fucking Groucho. On the way into the campsite, he saw a sign for bears, so that gives him an idea. Yeah. yeah, so Roy shows Ben his bear costume and the hat. He gets a hat that says, like, number one dad or super dad. Yeah, super dad. dad. And then yeah. he gives Ben a hat that just says dad. Yeah. That's <laughs> I do up, like that Roy. gag. That is that's a good gag, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, who's making a hat that says dad? And then this one, that's when I write in my notes, uh, Ben, you need new friends, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. So... Let's light a forest fire. So, or no, that's what Junior says. <laughs> Let's light a forest fire. That's, that's right. I, I wrote it because I thought it was a funny delivery. <laughs> like, hey, let's light a forest fire. Oh boy, let's light a forest fire. He oh. is like Mickey. Hey kids, don't you like to play with matches? So, <laughs> that sounds like the gingerbread man from Shrek. <laughs> don't you like to play with matches? It sounds like Nathan. It sounds like Mickey Mouse. It sounds like gingerbread. Man. Now I have to bleep Nathan. Like I can't because no one knows who that is. <laughs> It's a joke for two people. Sorry. Junior lures a bear with a a piece of meat on a fishing pole. He's got a T-bone. The fucking campsite. This kid is crazy. Yeah. He tries to murder these kids. He throws it towards them. You know what, though? Ah, They deserve it. Yeah. Ben Ben thinks it's Roy. That's when the comedic... Comedy comes in. Hey, look, it's just a bear. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. If you can't tell the difference between a live bear and a this, person in a costume, you gotta come in. This should go down so much differently. But little Ben should get mauled, like the and like Timothy Treadwell, I think, in the Grizzly Man. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Oh, is Grizzly Man a secret sequel to Problem Child? I'm not even gonna indulge this joke. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So this, so like the bear says "fuck you" and basically like hits little Ben across the campsite. He gets knocked into a tent, and that's uh, the bear pieces out after like the kids run into the car. And, yeah, like, he, protect like the bear's like, "There's nothing here for me," even though he came yeah. here for the steak. He doesn't grab the steak. Bear's like, "Peace, guys." To a, to a bear, that's like an amuse bouche. It's like a little sample. It's still what he came for. Yeah, yeah. So he leaves, and then that's when we cue Roy dressed up as a bear. He did not see the bear or the screaming. He didn't hear the screams of his family. <laughs> <laughs> shows up and he does like a bear dance <laughs> like a bear Whoa! dance he does thriller in and, the bear costume yeah. <laughs> little ben is an idiot too because he assaults these dancing bear with a skillet and gives yeah. him a concussion and yeah like roy takes off the mask reveals that he's roy and then that's when little ben kind of realizes as junior's cracking up that his adopted kid might be evil it's yeah. a very dark moment yeah but at the same time i get the feeling that part of little ben knew that that was roy Oh, and he just wanted to do it? Did you see the way Roy's wife was yeah. clinging on to little Ben? And oh, pre- yeah. yeah, she's, she's kind of wanted She's it. got... I mean, John Ritter's better looking than Peter Jurassic. I'd be warm for his form. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I've heard that. I think our drama teacher. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, after the bear scene, they're like she's basically like... Next day. Why don't you... Um, oh no! Yeah, it's, wait. Is the birthday little, party before this? Little or? Ben, uh, Flo says you got to discipline Junior. Right. Little Ben says I'm going to do it properly, and that's when we cue the bird to fly it, and that's when that pays off. I guess he says like like screw you or she's like yeah she's like why don't you lock something? him in the room tonight? And, and he's still on under the 
mentality of like all this kid needs is a little love. Yeah, we'll give it to him, yeah. and like, he's not ready to give up yet. Yeah, he's not fully there yet. So this is when we were at the party. Yeah, this, we're at this the was part of the reshoots, like the extensive. Supposedly reshoots. the yeah. the whole birthday party. I sequence. like this whole sequence. There's, yeah, there's emotion in it. It's fun. It's evil. It's yeah. like it's got it all. So Junior shows up. But and, some of the worst kids, like yeah. they say horrible, horrible oh, yeah, things. Yeah. These That's kids. where the emotion comes in. Yeah, he's dressed up as the devil. It's a and, costume birthday party yeah. in the middle of summer, which is fucked up. It's yeah. Weird. You know the costume's gonna just make you sweat. I'm yeah. looking at it and I'm thinking a little on the nose. He's dressed as the fucking devil. Here. Yeah. All right. Well, I, mean, I guess you just need like a cute image for the poster. I wouldn't or be something. surprised if like the original script he dressed as Hitler or something. And they were like, nah. And Larry, just, nah. and you say one of the writers of the original Larry Larry Karaszewski or Scott Alexander cried when this movie came out. When the movie was released, they, and they were like, were, they saw the premiere. They like one of the two of them cried because they were like, our careers are ruined. Like they ruined this really interesting satire that we had and yeah. turned it into this piece of shit family movie. Yeah, and like, and I wonder, is like, but they, took, they took out my Hitler costume. <laughs> but here's another little story behind that. The two guys wrote Problem Child 2, basically because the studio was like, look, we need to fast track a sequel before this kid gets too old and ugly to be in movies anymore, and nobody knows these characters better than you two, so just write us a sequel. And And so what they did was they're like, okay, we're going to write you a sequel, and it's they intentionally amped up all the grossness, all the vulgarity, like, Uh it's a a PG-13 movie. That movie is, so they had to, so that even they knew some would get cut down, but because they made it so over the top. More so to be like, you you know what you guys ruined our movie now we're gonna just like uh, fuck with like we're gonna they, make this yeah, pull it off they said know. they wanted to make a john waters movie for kids it really is <laughs> yeah it, it's bizarre and demented and surreal yeah. it really is a john waters movie for yeah kids. it's crazy i mean i was i'll put it this way when i was a little kid i was not allowed to watch that one i was allowed to watch the first <laughs> one like now remember earlier when i said big ben is like this linchpin moment here it is yeah okay Junior is at the party. He's dressed as the devil. And yeah. he walks up to Big Ben, who is at Lucy's party for some fucking reason. Yeah, why? Because he's a, yeah. a, the mayor. You so know, he's, he's dressed a, as a flower. Running for mayor. And and he gives... This is when Big, Jun- Big Ben is actually nice to Junior. After he's been assaulted by the child, yeah. he gives him money to pass out bumper stickers. Ben likes these people who abuse him. I think he was abused as a child. And I think he... Because he even remember earlier when he says to Lil Ben, "You never backstabbed me. You never turned on me, and that's what I wanted." Yeah, he wants Junior because Junior's fucking evil. It's, you get it? It's I don't a jail, psychological not, I do not read it like that. No, it's, no. A, it's a jail mentality. In jail, if you walk up to somebody, you just like you know, if somebody tries like to talk to you, you just like don't fucking talk to me. You know, you get. You push back and you're a bully to them. Mm-hmm. They respect you and they want to be around. I think the dad like and his name is Jack Warden. The reason jail. <laughs> the right? reason he's he's neglected yeah. little Ben so much is because little Ben is actually nice and he doesn't like nice. He likes Junior. I I do not read it like that. He says here, Junior, go pass these things out. And Junior says, what for? And mm-hmm. he says, here for ten bucks. Just go do this for me. That's all it is. It's a grandfather okay, just being like. Okay. But wouldn't he just say, wouldn't he be like, fuck you? You push me down Not fucking stairs? Not when he's stairs? A pro- he's running for mayor and he's in front of people who are voters like he's gonna be as nice as he possibly can it's oh. not like so it's junior like, rejected him and he feels like oh no so I want it's him. like an image of like i'm a family man all of my grandsons yeah. and then secretly between them like just fucking do it here's ten dollars i say my case is strengthened by the moment earlier where he says to little ben you never backstabbed me and i and he wanted that 
That's all I'm saying. I, I think let's let the I, listeners decide. I'm not going to follow you on this. That's this fine, one, but we that's all I'm saying. We don't have to. Um, so after the this is the he also gets the prune in the the birthday party scene, like the the yeah. infamous prune that we mentioned. It's earlier. a prune. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's getting made fun of by the girls. They say he's not even a real kid. They say adopted. he's not even a real kid. He's uh-huh. adopted, which is one of the most horrible things. That's something that they have to edit out of the TV version yeah. when they put it on there because oh, it's just really? so mean. Wow. They say he's not even a fun kid. Like they uh, <laughs> dub over there. Yeah. And there's a line earlier when Flo drops off uh-huh. uh, Ben and he's just like mentions adoption to him. She says, I won't wear secondhand clothes and I won't have a secondhand kid. Yeah. Which they also have to cut yeah, out that's, of TV yeah, versions. That's a and real plus that thing. whole feeling of being that age and being just being told like you don't belong. Forget yeah. the adoption thing. Just that that age being told like you can't yeah. be our friend. Like you're not a part really, of this. It's it that hurts when you're yeah. that age really bad. Yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, ben gives him a hardened prune. I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's got I'm problems. Like, Here's a, you know, it's funny because John Ritter and Gilbert Gottfried were both allowed to improvise on the set of this movie. And I wonder if any of this prune backstory, like the idea that his grandfather was a little senile in the end and thought that the yeah. prune resembled Roosevelt, like that feels to me like that's not a written line. Oh, that like, feels like it came from like John Like they were Ritter. collaborating? Like, John, come here, take this prune. We're going to do no, a bit. No, no, Who is no, this no. writer? Like, <laughs> no, no, you think no. that Scott Alexander? No, he's saying Gilbert and John improvised oh, together. Like, like he got no, the, no, John, no. come here. That was a Gilbert impression. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is that voice? Take this prune no. and no. put it in your pocket. It's more like, they're like, here's the prune and it means something sentimental just go ahead and give Junior a story and then John Ritter just filled in the backstory of it so that whole like line where he looks at it and he's like yeah it's a prune like this genuine reaction I don't know I just to me it doesn't feel like it was written yeah anyway Flo drags him away to go meet a couple she's got problems and then this is when we get the big montage Uh, it's my party cry if I want to fun fun stuff because this is like this is catharsis for us. He gets the sprinkler, he puts it in the bedroom, he gets a pinata mm-hmm. filled with the fridge condiment, like pickles and like mm-hmm. shit like that. And meanwhile, he's just chucking presents. Chucking in the presents pool. in the pool. He puts a frog in the punch bowl. Yeah. He snips off a girl's like pigtail, uh-huh. like from the bushes, which is really fucked up. And then he puts firecrackers as the candles on the cake. That could really like yeah. damage somebody's fucking face. And uh, that's the, that. That was a thing. Like it, it doesn't work because. After you light like two, they pop. You can't light all six. Yeah, firecrackers have a very quick burning wick. Yes. But evidently all that happens is people got a little frosting on their face. Uh oh. Yeah. So that's what happens. It all he he wreaks havoc and the girl cries in in many, many shots in this montage. Cut, cut, yeah, with that like bouncy fat costume. It's a really weird Yeah, her arms flail up like they she has no control. It's a very memorable image. Yeah. So next scene junior is quote-unquote praying in his room at his bed he's a sociopath he's wants he no Flo well, says essentially no I, I and yeah he could be doing his usual sociopathic thing but to me it almost they don't show a shot of this but like ben and Flo are talking and she's essentially says go discipline him yeah. he hands him a big-ass brush and essentially saying like you know go spank him yeah uh and to me, it was, like, one of those things, like, he overheard that, and that's when, like, the sociopath, like, he's like, oh, I gotta yeah. cover my ass yeah. right now. Okay. I didn't think of it that way. 
Ben comes in, gives him, he just quote unquote disciplines him with a talk, and he takes his allowance back. That the whole buck, the one dollar, yeah. yeah. And he, he opens the drawer. There's just a stack. I wonder if he's got change for a twenty. He's got <laughs> stacks of cash. <laughs> Meanwhile, looks like more cash than he got from Big Ben's oh, wallet. Yeah. So he's acquiring money he's, along the way. Yeah, I don't know what he's been up to here. Like selling yeah. piss. Wait, that's the second one. Drink like you know lemonade piss. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that is the second one, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the BTK is now at a gas station. He's on his way to Cold River, which is where Junior and the family is. JR. Yep. Smiley Pie. Yep. Smiley oh, Pie. Oh, which is evidently nothing more than like, it looks like the consistency of this is just saltines and whipped cream. Oh, it looks like a like zebra cake. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to me, it looks like a zebra cake. When I was a kid, all I saw, and again, this is because of the quality of the VHS I owned, yeah. taped off of TV. Yeah. It just looked like, a, like when he spit it out and was eating it, it looked like saltines and whipped cream wrapped in wax paper. No, it was, it was just very like, weird looking. It's a plastic wrap, and then he takes a big bite of plastic crap with it. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. And then he spits it out. So the cops. <laughs> spits it out. I can't tell you how many times we imitated that action yes. for yes. hours. Far more no. than we had any business imitating Based on where he's parked in the back of the gas station in like a very inconspicuous spot, he wasn't there for gas. I think he was there for smiley pies or something akin to smiley pies. No, you know, I think he... No, he... Pulls up to the gas station and he tells someone else to fill it up. Oh, for him. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, I like to think he just went for smiling. But I'm like, if this guy's on the front page of newspapers and he <laughs> doesn't bother to disguise him. himself in any way, he's got to have a smile. I know that we're already running long, but I have to ask: Are zebra cakes is little Debbie, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah, those are pretty decent. I'm going to get some on the way home. This is Little Debbie talk here. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Little Debbie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. He sees the cops. He's on his way to Cold River. He's about 50 miles Thank away. God they have a sign that says Cold River is 50 miles in front of this random-ass gas station. Because <laughs> anyone going to Cold River is like, oh, how yeah. do I get there? How far is it? And then we're on fo- the Founders Day baseball game. The Little League baseball game. Now mm-hmm. Junior's on the team. Wasn't the now before this? What's that? Was the helicopter deleted scene? That I don't remember. You tell me sequen- almost right yeah, before. You got to tell us that because okay. I don't remember that sequentially. So in yes, right before the scene, in between the smiley pies and the baseball game, there's a scene that comes seemingly out of nowhere because it really is. It was put only in the TV version to extend the running time. And it's Junior, the milkman making milk deliveries, which... Which didn't happen. It's like a really weird 50s style. And Junior is controlling this remote control helicopter and is like using it to smash up all the milk bottles and assault the milkman. Yeah. And he follows it up by saying, I love the smell of spilt milk in the morning. And it's like, (laughs) oh, I get it. Hey, you know what? Kids love Apocalypse Now references. I do remember this because they play the, uh, is it Ride of the Valkyries? They play Ride of the Valkyries. Just like in Apocalypse Apocalypse Now. Now. And which is sad because the first thing I thought of in college when I watched Apocalypse Now, which ended up being my favorite film (laughs) of all time, was, oh, it's like the problem child scene. (laughs) Yeah, it still is. It's an amazing movie. that and Midnight Cowboy are kind of tied for one. Very cool. Yeah, uh, yeah I do and remember I, that. I actually think that there's a shot, because he wears like a cowboy hat or something in there. Like, doesn't he have like some kind I of believe he does. Yes, and yeah, he does. The, like Robert in, Duvall. Yeah. I feel like the VHS box has like a picture of him on the back. Like, it does. With the cowboy. Wearing, You're like, where the fuck is this scene? The military garb, yeah, the yeah, Robert yeah. Duvall costume. So yeah. it's, it's a, very weird. I think it's because what we do in this scene is kind of accomplish 
at least akin to the chaos that he causes in the copter scene yeah. and still advance the plot. And that's this scene. In it's the like Lily he's, game. he's causing Vietnam on a suburban level. Exactly. Like that's, that's <laughs> the exactly. terror he's it's, a, it's almost yeah. redundant with yeah. this. Uh, because what ends up happening is uh, little Ben coaches him. Uh, he's not it, good at baseball. He doesn't know how to play, yeah, basically. Junior. Yeah. And you know what? I related to Junior so much because I still don't really know how to fucking play any sport. Like, I know the, what I'm supposed yeah. to be doing, but I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I know the concepts. I can't hit a ball with a bat. Yeah, Are I you get kidding the, me? I get the concepts, but executing it, I can't do it. No way. So, yeah, he's... Junior's up to bat. Yeah. And the catcher... The catcher is this mean little fucking kid. He makes fun of little Ben. And that... He's not making fun of Junior. He's making fun of little Ben. And that almost hurts more, I think, yeah. for Junior. Hey, your dad's... Oh, and also... Son um, of dork. Before yeah. that, he, he sticks with the words, hold on to the bat, is what little Ben tells him. So, yeah. he gets pitched a strike. And they're, like... The second start, one is where he accidentally throws the bat. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it hits uh, Jack Warden's windshield. Oh that never happened. Come it didn't actually happen. <laughs> yeah, like, and he flips eyes. I'm like, come no, on. It's, it's fake sources. Then the catcher. Sources, the windshield was fine. It was an electric of the light. The catcher starts the chant, Son of Dork. The team joins in. Roy is just laughing, the coach, because he's a fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah. You guys getting a load of this. And then yeah. fine, Junior has had enough. He hits the ball. A pretty good. Yeah, he, get, he gets a good hit. Yeah, it. and then he just starts... Doesn't let go of the bat. That's not the only ball he's whacking. He uh, you know runs and I mean? he hits the first baseman. In the he, nuts. He hits the fucking second baseman. In the and knees his hat, and, and knees his fucking, and nuts. Like, yeah. bat, or uh, his uh, glove goes up in the air. Dude, it's great. And and then before you know it, as he's rounding to third, all the kids are running home to home plate away from him. Yeah. Just, and you see it in a big wide aerial. It's pretty funny to see yeah. a little kid with a bat running after it's, a group of kids. <laughs> yeah, that is a funny That job. catcher, he's got he's got balls. Because he stays yeah. right where he's put. He stays plant. Way to plant, catcher. Yeah. Way to plant, Ann. Yeah. And he says, I got something for you. And yeah. then fucking the worst nut shot. One of the worst yeah. nut shots I've ever seen. He slides between the kid's legs mm-hmm. but holds the bat up to fucking hit him in the nuts as he goes. Another yeah. shot that has to get cut down for the TV oh. version. They like they only show him just about to slide. Yeah. yeah, it's great though because honestly they had it coming. I mean, they just I mean, I yeah. I watched the scene and I'm like, I don't think the whole team had it. What, yeah. if, the, the what old, if I was on a team and I didn't nah. chant and then he hit me with a bat? Witnesses. You know man. what? The only Witnesses. kids who aren't chanting are the kids in the outfield who are like, I don't really care about you this game anyway. You have to intimidate that was me. The, yeah. You have to intimidate the witnesses. The whole time I'm sitting here, the one thought's going through my head and that's like, you know what? Good. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time I'm sitting there thinking that. But Mike, this, you're a problem child. This, <laughs> this causes yeah. Ben to. This is where Ben is officially snapped, and he realizes. Well, yeah, this, this kid is assault on a is grand scale. Is this the pillow scene? He says, "We've adopted." No, not Satan. yet. Oh, not yet. Not quite there. We're yet. at the church now. <laughs> it cuts right to the church. Yeah, yeah, like they go right from the game back to the orphanage. And they do the the whole movie trope of. He's in the confessional booth. First, yeah. First, they yeah. make a stop at the church because uh, big little Ben needs to go to the confessional. Yeah. Junior like goes hides into it the other side. Happens to Which be in the same one. You can't do in real life. They walk yeah. the other side and that the priest is supposed to be. That's a in. movie thing yeah. too. Yeah. So he hears that little Ben saying, "You know what? I'm going to take the kid back to the adoption. Agency. I'm taking him back to the him. orphanage." Yeah, yeah. And then Junior says, "That's the worst thing you can." And do. my thing is like. 
So what are you, what what are you confessing? Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. what uh, I don't know how to. I think he feels tremendous. I don't know how to give you penance for this because he's given up on the. But kid. he doesn't wait for the father to say yeah. like you know this is okay son just do this and you'll be fine. Father, I've you didn't even wait for him to be like tell me your sins. He, he like knocks on the door. He's like, come he's on, like, father, open up. God damn it, I got some things to say. Uh, yeah. Um. So yeah, Junior knows, and at the adoption the piano agency, music. Dun, dun, dun. it's real dramatic. Yeah. yeah, at the adoption agency, they try to sign Junior back over to them, and Gilbert Godfrey says no. Ben hears, <laughs> "Bad parents make bad children." <laughs> He's basically telling them like, like it's "You failed. failed. You failed." Yeah. Is what he saying. Little Ben hears that Junior's been returned thirty times, and his conscience kicks in. He says, "No, I'm not going to be like everybody else." Yeah. He gives his speech about apathy and responsibility, and he says, mm-hmm. uh, "He says the title of the movie." And uh, then he yeah. finishes up with, uh, "He's going to be the president of the United States," and then Flo's not into mm-hmm. it. They walk back to the car. Junior is not up to speed with Ben's crisis of conscience, mm-hmm. so uh, he locked them out of the car, and fucking Ben left the keys in the car, so now Junior is driving. Yeah, but he's, like, encouraging him. He's like, yeah, hey, way to go, buddy. He's, he's trying to, he's trying to revert off. back yeah. to his yeah. uh, give him love to calm yeah. him down routine. Yeah, so but what ends up happening is Junior, because he can't see anything. And don't they start the song again? Yeah. Like, I'm just a Dropping buckets, go. Oh, yeah, by the way, did you notice that, um, I don't know if you saw it on the sign of of his door, but Mr. Peabody's first name is Igor. Oh, really? Yeah. Igor Peabody? It's Igor Peabody. Wait, who the fuck is Mr. Peabody? Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, okay. So Igor. his name, in case you didn't know, his name was Igor. I didn't even or know his Igor. name was Peabody. They should have just named him Iago. They call him P-Brain all the time in the second one. Don't you remember? I think he calls him that maybe once in the second Maybe I don't know. I think you now, need but to now watch you mentioned it. I do. Yeah, I do need to watch the second, but not really. So, <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you need to borrow it, I own the Problem Child Tantrum Pack. The Tantrum Pack that was oh uh, for all I know an exclusive Costco purchase or Sam's Club it purchase is. one oh my time. Goodness. The only one of those combo sets that has a memorable name. The like the other thing. set, yeah, the tantrum pack. Because there's other ones like the Barrel of Laughs collection, yeah. but like no one remembers those. The I've tantrum pack. I got the tantrix. Which is pack. funny because he's. Ooh, hey, hey, yeah, hey. bring that over tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of grown men Cheers watching face. the tantrum. Yeah, like, the implications behind bring that over tonight for you. Cheers face Ugh. is disgusted. It's funny. So of all the places for Junior who can't see over the windshield to take the car with little Ben now. Watching the windshield, uh, they take it to the fucking department store that his dad owns. Yeah, yeah. He drives straight through the front doors of and Big Ben's sports. Yeah, and, and this was the promo shot they used the for my tennis ball. All TV. those tennis balls coming down. They would show like they'd be like, "Problem child, we'll return after this," and they just showed the car driving <laughs> over and over so until you get to shot. that. Like it's coming, guys. <laughs> I gotta see those tennis balls. <laughs> How do you think they fell down? That's my question. Uh, what do you think happens? <laughs> so back home now, Ben is lost it. He's, he's snapped. snapped. He's yeah, now he's is... gone from reading books about uh, how to be a great dad to he's just reading The Exorcist sitting there. Yeah. yeah. Back home. Ben and is... you, he's got that little bit of like suddenly. Like... <sighs> he's catatonic yeah. almost. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, he's seething. Yeah. It's bad. If Gus Van Zandt followed him from behind with a camera for an hour and a half, it would be like last day. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be like, <laughs> yeah. So Ben is depressed. He's... <laughs> 
<laughs> have you seen Last Days? No. Oh it's my Michael God. Pitt dressed as Kurt Cobain, muttering like mac and cheese <laughs> to himself. He's for just like an hour and a half. It's <laughs> terrible. Excuse me. It's just him mumbling in the woods. What is it about? It's it's about before it's, he shoots himself. Without having the rights to Kurt Cobain's life story, it's oh. essentially about Kurt Cobain's last like eighteen hours alive. It's him walking around doing nothing, and, and it's literally <laughs> it's him walking around his like lake house property and like just mac muttering to himself. At one point, he goes, he's making mac and cheese, and he's like, mac and cheese. You know what it's like? It's like listening to the Lonely Man's commentary on the Monty Python yes, it is. where he's just drinking a drink. Oh, what did he do? Uh, and Monty Python's the meaning oh. of life. <laughs> it's just the Lonely Man's commentary. And he's on the phone, he answers the... It's, it's a one-sided conversation. Like one person watching the movie by themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could be there. One time. Okay, yeah. It's, it's awesome. brilliant. I gotta check it out. So anyway... Uh, he tries to kill Junior with a pillow. Oh, he also finds out that his bank account was drained by his dad because to pay for that tennis ball damage. Right, sorry. He's like, I know nothing makes up for the loss of your life savings, but uh, Ben, yeah. hello? He tries to... <laughs> kill, now he's got the pillow, and it's like a home sweet home kind of pillow. Yeah, his hair is like all yeah. disheveled. But before he can kill his own son... He's got a twisted smile on his face. BTK. <laughs> Junior wakes up with his dad above his head like Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi with a... <laughs> <laughs> Luke Skywalker's about to take him down. Or Goodfellas with Lorraine Bracco with the gun. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I was like really and Junior, like, His first reaction is, uh oh, he's lost it now. <laughs> <laughs> so so BTK comes to the door, uh oh. He learns that JR is Junior immediately. Mm-hmm. And then Junior, to cover up for him, calls him Uncle Marty. And then, yeah. uh, and then Flo's like, you can stay because we want to get rid of Junior. We We're trying to pawn him, him off on a family member. And then fucking, you see like the predatory like eyes on Michael Richie's <laughs> looking at Flo <laughs> up and down. Yeah. It's all creepy. Yeah, I don't, it makes yeah. me uncomfortable oh, in this the movie. dinner scene. Yeah. More meatloaf, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> it was more natural born killers than yeah. it was like anything. He's uh, less BTK and more NBK. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good. Flo gets gross at dinner. She hits on the BTK. He takes advantage yeah. of her in the kitchen, like when she goes to I don't know. Hey, whatever. he ain't been with a woman in 15 years, so clearly that prison rape yeah. was with another bearded man. <laughs> this the... is the most aggressive makeout scene yeah. in any movie ever. And meanwhile, you know what? You know what's sick about this? John Ritter knows what's going on. Yeah, he's so defeated he doesn't care. It's it's depressing. Do it. Yeah, it's fucking care. sad. Do you I'm think done. he knows? I feel like he's he just. Does. By the time he's sitting at the table, I feel like he's just catatonic. You and hear not. those uh, pots and pans from his shot, though. It's like taken. It's kind of like a medium, and you hear like rumbling. Yeah. There's no yeah. way he can't hear what's going. on. But that on doesn't there. necessarily mean he knows that. Like he's not upstairs fucking. right now. Let like me put it this head. way. Yeah, though. that's what it seems. Let like. me put it this way. If he did know, he's past caring. Yeah, yeah that's, that's sad. Yeah. So, uh, BTK like fucks her. She's into it, though, so it's not really a rape. It almost was. Uh, ben no, just, she overpowers the BTK after yeah, that. It gets really like, dark. Did you say 15 years? And then he's like, wait. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then that's when little Ben wakes to see a note written on the wall from the BTK. Mm-hmm. And it says uh, he wants $100,000. He has Flo. He has Junior. And if you want to back, you have to pay $100,000. And he, he's into it. He loves it. Mm-hmm. This was 1989-1990 money, too. Yeah. That's like $2 billion. Let's put it into context. No rules. $2 billion. Yeah. hundred grand is like $2 billion. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Junior is into this trip. He he brought a suitcase full of fake guns, and then we cut. You know, BTK driving. These are toys. Oh, the that was not even. <laughs> These are toys. They were demons. <laughs> Bill Paxton and Francie. Yes. They were demons. <laughs> These are toys. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Jay. He's he's clearly annoyed by the whole thing, and now. Flo's like she said this was supposed to be our honeymoon. She was tied up in the back seat mm-hmm. and she's all like, What the fuck? This was supposed to be our honeymoon. What? She fell in love with him in the course of twelve hours? He, he's the polar opposite uh, of John Ritter, man. I guess. She needed a, a, a hefty dose of masculinity. But she so. start it, it needed to be temporary because now she's starting to realize like, oh shit. Yeah. I don't want to live like this. Um he smashes the shit, he throws junior stuff out the window, and then we see uh she he Throws Flo in a giant suitcase into the trunk. Yeah, pretty brutal. And then back home, this is when little Ben sees a drawing of himself and the prune and his, his rotten fruit in the drawer. <laughs> yeah, and it touches him. <laughs> what movie was it where they were like watching this scene in a movie theater? Oh, I don't know. There's definitely a movie. This particular scene? This particular of him walking like, here's daddy. Like that whole scene <laughs> is in another movie. Okay. And I wish I knew what it was. Mm. It's like, not like... It wasn't a self-indulgent Dennis Dugan movie. No, it's it's similar. It, movie. it feel like it's like a moment very similar to like the Gremlins at the end where they're watching Snow White, yeah, where it's just like yeah. for whatever reason this happens to be on when people are going through. I don't know. We'd have to see. Yeah. I'm gonna see if it's under uh, legacy or in popular culture. <laughs> on Wikipedia. <laughs> on the Wikipedia. Um, so uh, yeah, while you're looking that up. Um, he finds the drawing, and he, what he learns is that Junior actually cares for him, based on this little evidence. Based on this one yeah. uh, drawing that still makes me laugh to this day. There's <laughs> something about the way he draws his dad's face. <laughs> he looks super stoned, but it does look like John Ritter, like a little bit. Like, yeah, I can see it. A car- a kid's caricature of John Ritter. Yeah. Now he decides he's going to save Junior, if eh, Flo, if if he has time. So he's going to go and intervene. No, but they do have a whole article about the tantrum pack. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes to Big Ben's store, and first, what the first thing he's going to do is try to get the hundred thousand from Big Ben. It's a futile effort, but he's going to try. Yeah. And then Ben, he's about to shoot a live commercial. That's another '90s comedy thing. It yeah. doesn't happen. I'm going to shoot a live commercial. Live commercial is a concept that does not work. No, it's misleading because it's like, yeah, they it certainly it's a makes campaign it's, ad. It's a campaign ad, but that's gonna take place during the news because yeah. like the news reporter is prepared for it. she's like oh i guess we're gonna cut a little early to the interview with ben healy yeah so i don't know mm-hmm. so he <laughs> refuses to pay the ransom not only that but ben quits and then as he's leaving it's like that batman returns kind of like penguin it's it? like it's it's like, like a harp from hell it's like gabbo <laughs> on the simpsons he flips the camera off or flips the camera on gabbo and, yeah yeah uh-huh. all, and the, you all the kids say, in springfield the rest of these you hear him <laughs> say the real truth yeah and then you get a shot that's also obviously cut out of the TV versions, mm-hmm. where Jack Warden moons the fucking can. I'm assuming that's Jack Warden's ass. I would like to hope that he was willing I to think drop. I don't do body doubles. <laughs> that is a Dugan move. That's a Sandler yeah. Dugan move, where like a guy gets like he snaps. It, that should be enough. But then he fucking takes it Does to the yeah. full nine and moves. <laughs> Grown men would not do that, but in a Dennis Dugan movie, they would. Yeah, it's weird. Dugan land. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and also with that uh, drawing, he finds the prunes. Junior yeah, yeah, had yeah. saved the prune, too. Right, that yeah, was the, that's yeah. the thing that made him go, oh, he liked me. Ben gets a call from BTK. Somehow he has his, 
I guess, you know, he got the number from the family, whatever. He says to meet at the circus. And th- there were posters earlier, so they did kind of set this up when yeah. he's covering his face at the gas station. Yeah, they've the teased this Laszlo Brothers circus. So it doesn't come completely Smiley pies, yeah. a product of... And it's really one of those things where, like, could you maybe pick a creepier spot to pick up your family? Yeah. The circus. Yeah, at the tiger cage. Yeah. Yeah, he's also like, I hate clowns, but you choose the circus? Like, this is your choice. Yeah, that's contradictory. Though. I remember yeah. for years also, like, he's he writes the word Beck on the phone booth that he's talking to Ben Healy mm-hmm. and I'm just like he's a fan of Beck but like no I, I realized this viewing oh that's his last name Got two we haven't gotten to my favorite phone. part of the movie yet we're almost there like right. my we're absolute favorite part right. of the whole movie so uh, Ben goes he steals Roy's car and his dad hat and he hightails it to the circus he runs over a neighbor's entire lawn, which yeah. is apparently referencing a subplot <laughs> that got cut out of this movie, where he has a Mrs. Doubtfire type feud with the next door neighbor. Yeah, with the Mrs. oh, like the my begonias. Yeah, okay. There's a whole subplot in Mrs. Doubtfire <laughs> where he gets that lady to squirt piss all over. Did like, they, they cut that out too? Like, that whole subplot is there's cut something out about of go- neighbors and gardening that gets cut out, cut out of comedy <laughs> yeah. movies. I guess. Um, did we get to my favorite part? Yet? We're getting there. No, is that the circus? <laughs> The fact that we don't even have to, like, we know exactly what you're about to type. I, I don't, actually. You don't? Oh, you... What a, they, go, they go to the circus. BTK and Junior make their way through. Is this the clown with the... Yeah. Is that your, okay. This has got... So this is Mike's favorite moment in the movie. They, see, they come across a clown in a booth who's making balloon animals. And he says, look, a giraffe! And Michael Richards look, goes, turns him and goes... Look Look, a fist! <laughs> and he punches him in the nose. When you hear like a burr. <laughs> he hits the ground. <laughs> My sense of humor is fun. No, it's <laughs> You know what it is? That's fine. It's funny. There, I don't think there's... It's kind of funny, but the, the, the more noticeable thing about that is it's so jarring the fact that he's like look a giraffe and then it cuts to Michael Richards in a medium shot looking directly at the camera yeah, yeah, yeah. look oh this and then he punches the lens yeah it's like a shot the shot earlier when um, yeah. they did the insert of Michael Oliver saying maybe if I wave my arms yeah. around people will yeah. know what I'm talking about they shot that most like a day later yeah, or it's something like it's not I just yeah. really like this that's fine the it's, thing that would have made it even funnier for me is if they did like cutesy it up with like a honk. Yeah. like like if it was actually like a brutal punch right I think that'd so. be like Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think Junior should be with this guy <laughs> Flo is in the trunk screen she's still alive Meanwhile, Ben saves the day. He makes a heroic uh, intervention at the tiger cages. They make the switch, but uh, BTK tries to fool him by holding on to Junior. And that's when a big kind of fight ensues, a yeah, fist fight. I always wondered what was actually in the backpack, because he clearly didn't get 100 Nothing. grand. So it's like, but something's in there. Yeah, something I to know. weigh it down. What did you throw in there? I always like to know what people put in things to make it feel like the weight of something else. Uh, <laughs> sand, Indiana Jones. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or the cabbage in Screwed, like the, the, the suitcase yeah, full yeah, of... Yeah, yeah, You See, think that the writers Scott Alexander and Larry Karaszewski like ransoms, and they like uh, misleading people with mm-hmm. suitcases. Fun, suitcases full of money that's not actually... Tennis money. balls. Yeah. Maybe that that's would have why, been good. Maybe that's why one of them cried, is they we never got to see the contents of the yeah. briefcase. And they had to wait, yeah. and they had to write Screwed in order to actually make <laughs> this work out. So, yeah, they get in a fight. Uh, briefcase is empty. BTK doesn't know that. He runs off. He thinks he's, like, rich. 
And Junior chooses Ben over the BTK when he uh-huh. kind of gives him the ultimatum. He's like, tell him me. Tell him me. Even though he, <laughs> he kicks him. He's like, you're being here, you're fucking, you know, this a kitty stuff. Like, you're being, like, you know, he's yelling at the kid earlier. And yeah. now he's like, come, come tell him me. Yeah. We can eat smiley pies. Till we drop yeah. And then he says, let's have some kicks. And Junior's like, good idea. And he kicks him. And then kicks. he runs oh, off. Yeah. And then That's he, the second of two shots of people crossing their eyes yeah. after getting hit in the balls. Yeah. Way to go, Dugan. Thank kid you for te- throwing those shots in. Kid tested, mother approved. Okay. Why'd you say that so, like, <laughs> just, like in a seductive oh, way? I don't know. I get it. Wait, I get it Kicks. now. <laughs> that was because I just, get it. Yeah. Just because it was like a '90s slogan. You just said it in a way that I was like, did. as if you whipped out your dick and you're like, kid. <laughs> like that's so. The gross. Eyebrows were bouncing up and down. They yeah, sure it is were. weird. They sure it's were. BTK oh, chases man. Junior, uh, who has the case. <laughs> Through the tent where dwarves and trapeze artists and tigers are. They're all helping. And, yeah. they, and the audience at the circus is not questioning anything. Junior mm-hmm. grabs one of the artists, the trapeze artist, he like flings in the air. And then Whoa! He gets, yeah. And he has Whoa! the most retarded look on his face. Then, um, then, <laughs> then that's all right. And then <laughs> BTK uh, comes in to cross a tiger after trying to swing on the trapeze himself, but Junior like pulls the cord, so he falls into a pit. And I, let's I don't know finish it's line just here. Up. <laughs> let's wrap this up. <laughs> uh, they flee. BTK flees. Ben and Junior. Now they could just go home. But no, no. Ben and Junior, they say, "Fuck this! Get, let's get a rifle and chase him by car." <laughs> now let's work together. Yeah. With your now, I guess it makes more sense for Ben to be holding the shotgun. Yeah. But I'm like, what's what's safer? Yeah. Kids uh, driving around with no, he can't see it. Don't we have kids shooting or driving? Yeah. I don't know. Don't we also have a reprisal of? Well, just yeah. gotta say, <laughs> again, Michael, <laughs> trying to chinx Michael Richards on the fucking street. I'm a wild boy. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so he's shooting at him. Car chase, car chase flows in the trunk. And who could they even up, care? Like yeah. they they put this in just so the movie has a quote unquote climax. Yeah. Shoot, but who could even give a shit? Yeah. Like. They shoot the latch of the trunk, which oh, pops it open, and then when Michael Richards hits a big hill, Flo like falls. The yeah, trunk the, falls out of the I trunk. I mean, this is that centripetal stuff. force of yeah. Uh, the, yeah this is onto like, like a uh, bed of an animal cargo truck or something, like a transport trailer yeah. for a, uh, a couple of giant hogs. Yeah, yeah. Who proceed to. That comes rape later. Flo. No, they, they don't, don't rape her. It's a they teabagger. No, it's they implied. don't. They it's fart in her face they and they teabag with their giant balls. That's what happens. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, your pig's making funny noises. <laughs> so little Ben shoots the uh, uh, a BTK's tire. He hits like it's that classic barrel roll where it hits something and it yeah. rolls, and then he's done for. The cops show up. Put him in cuffs, and then like I love you, I love you, little Ben Junior. But that's when BTK grabs a gun from one of the cops, and he's about he actually gets fires off a shot at yeah. little Ben Junior. Is screaming, it's it's like no! a big slow motion, this <laughs> weird music. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> and then uh, what ends up happening is little Ben survives the shot immediately after. We find out 
that something blocked the hit, and yeah. it's that fucking prune from earlier that yeah. he gave to uh, Junior, which is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> the I cop don't care how hard that prune is. <laughs> the cop comes up to him and he says, "Are you okay, sir?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm fine, officer. You shot me in the prune." He shows him the prune with the bullet in it. The cop has to go and write that in a report and like tell his like, I guess, a or prune maybe not because the cop bullet. pretty much just walks away. He's like, "All right, that guy's fine." <laughs> this was the yeah, 90s. no, he got shot, but he's fine. There is no law. You know how 90s. they individually wrap prunes now. Nowadays, though, what? How? I've never purchased those SunSweet ones. I don't do those. They come in like I don't okay, do any proof. They come in like cellophane. Mm-hmm. Thank God that they didn't do that then, because it wouldn't have dried out. Yeah, you needed a hard piece of rotten fruit to block that bullet, not a soft ripe one. No, soft isn't gonna work. No, not at all. He got me in the nectar. I bet they tried other things, like he got me in the peach pit, officer, or like he got me in the nectarine. I feel like this whole movie was written based off the line, he shot me in the prune. And they worked backwards. Reverse engineer off the prune. (laughs) Probably. I had a dream. He shot me in the prune. Scott. Go to work. Scott. (laughs) What about he shot me in the prune? So, fine. (laughs) Whatever. Goes back to jail. Junior finally says that he loves little Ben. And he's... He calls him dad, too. Calls him punch. And then he throws, he hurls that bow tie... Uh, uh, he takes it off slow and motion, it. yeah, and with piano music. What else do you need besides one the last Beach joke. Boys? One la- and some Beach Boys. Yeah. Last joke is it's like uh, you know in the voiceover I'm gonna wrap things up like some things will never be answered like oh why is the sky blue why is grass green whatever happened to Mrs Haley and then uh. she's in the case <laughs> and then the, the, she like opens she finally opens the case and she's face to face with the back of the hog's ass and it's like giant balls and you hear like some nasty farts <laughs> and that and then cut to black that's what the movie ends on the Beach Boys your touch is kind you a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, stop. I hate the Beach Boys. They call, they call out the song in the opening credits do, of it. Yeah. It's like ZZ Top in Back to the Future 3. Like, so, who cares that they actually perform the song? Sometimes when a band is that big, like the Beach Boys, you they, they feel the need to give them a, like, um, like, uh, Oingo Boingo and Back to the Back to School, I think, got their own credit. Or like, fucking, what's the other well, thing? Was, yeah. I, I would... Assumed then that the song "Problem Child" was written for the movie. Then, or was it a song Something, from before? Not that? necessarily, because sometimes they just it just clicks. But they the might. Have, I don't know. I mean, like, how long do the up. Beach Boys stay together? It's 1990 at this think, point. They've got to be uh, done. Brian Wilson did his own. Th- I don't know. I don't know a anything Beach about the Beach Boys. Boys the I'm Beach Boys are terrible. I don't like, just well, a lot of people love them, so I can't say that. But oh, I don't. I hate them. They're terrible. Yeah, I'm not a fan. It's right. interesting to hear about Dennis Wilson's connection to the Manson family, though. Yeah. Uh, Dennis anyway, Wilson's that's, connection to the Manson family. Yeah, the drummer for the Beach Boys. I can't... I, I, it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> to look it up? Okay. Yeah. So that's Problem Child. From 1990, 81 minutes of your time, directed by Dennis Dugan. This episode is way longer than the movie. <laughs> yeah. We are now over it. 20 minutes over the movie. <laughs> but who cares? Um... Anything else to want to wrap it up? Do you guys like the second better because it's grosser? It's more John Waters. When I was a kid, I liked it better because I wasn't allowed to watch it. Yeah. So by by yeah. that logic, I was like, oh, it's better. Anytime, yeah. yeah, definitely as a kid, it's it's more rambunctious and raucous uh-huh. than the first one. Therefore, to me, it's 
funnier. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, very, I haven't seen it in a few years. It's and a if very I were, unpleasant film. If I were to watch it now, I don't know if I would like it more or less than this one. Yeah. Uh, I already know, like, I, I remember, like, the set pieces of the movie, you know, if you will. The vomit. Yeah, like the vomit. Yeah. Which the, is the, the most pee gag. Or the principal like, with the firecracker in the toilet. Yeah, the, yeah. or the, uh, the fucking... The projecting the sex on the yeah. wall of the house. That's the creepiest. The live feet of the yeah. babysitter doing it. Yeah. That was... That movie's like... What's interesting to talk about Ritter is his character... He has like a big arc between one and two. He's the pussy for like ninety percent of this movie, and then in yeah. a second, he's his own man. He's got like a nice house with Junior. He's a bachelor. That, yeah, like he's a different man in the that, second that, movie. People don't own houses like that though. That's it's a base age in that movie. House. I love that house. I in love. That movie. Yeah. I love that whole. I, 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 that's one of the reasons why I do like that yeah. movie. I, I mean, like, it's that cool, but. That's not a house that exists in reality. Like in 1990, I was still living in apartments, man. Like, they didn't I was, have building I was still codes. Like, there this, were no laws to regulate no laws building codes. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, did it feel shorter or longer? Uh, to the movie's credit, not only is it, I'll say, psychologically nuanced, but also well structured, well paced. I yeah. would I would say this feels just as it as. Whatever the running time is, that's what it is. There's a lot of like we find. I find we talk about movies where we get to the third act, and the third act to me goes by so fast that there's yeah. so that I take so few notes because it just seems to like just wrap itself up. Really sometimes quickly. I like that, you know. Yeah. I like a good brisk third act sometimes. Sometimes because you just like if you spend too much time thinking about it in the movie, yeah. you're gonna be like, wait yeah. a minute, you're this right. doesn't make any fucking you're sense. Right. Yeah. I think that is the benefit to talk about movies under ninety minutes. That is the huge benefit is there are less time to scrutinize holes with. These shorter movies, so yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I to, for me as far as I know, no one asked, but I'm just gonna say it holds up. Yeah, because like I, I watch, you know, I have watched it semi recently, mm-hmm. not not recent as like last night. <clears throat> yeah, two nights ago for me, but I have watched it in my adult years, and yeah. I will say like it's still very entertaining. Yeah, like it's all right. I yeah. mean, compared to the other one. If you don't go in it. expecting a lot, you'll be entertained. It's, yeah. 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 Problem child. And you know what? It's still safe for your kids. Like, I would say that. As, as weird as some things are in there, it's just yeah, like, you know what? Yeah, not bad. The second one I would definitely We're too sensitive show. of a culture. No, I would let the kid watch really? the second one and be like, just don't repeat any of the language that he says yeah. a few times. Like, yeah. no shit, you've been here since 1970. Like, yeah. maybe that kid needs a detention. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, Mr. Strickland should have giving that kid a pink slip maybe all right so that's problem child um and that is it for us this week remember you can follow us on twitter you can email us at 90 under 90 at gmail.com and give us five star reviews on itunes yeah um until next time i'm jeremy eden i'm dan eden i'm mike clap off that's a wrap yeah.